0: Self-serving, persuasive talkers of
1: everything and
0: nothing. We, we are, are conversation, conversation con, artists. con artists. What's going on, people? It's your boy, Mr. On
1: Point, and I am so fucking excited about this episode,
0: also known as Calamity Red. We are conversation con artists back with another fantastic episode. This one is going to be starring Leon, ladies' man. The Swinger.
1: I think we need to, the episode needs to be named Leon the Ladies' Man. Was his name in that movie The Ladies' Man? It was just The Ladies' Man, wasn't it? We can name
0: it Leon the Professional Swinger. Based on- You don't know about the movie Leon the Professional. No. It's a movie called Leon the Professional. (laughs) (laughs) I've been thinking about movies the whole time. (laughs) Like, (laughs) since then, movies to name it after. Oh, yeah. I forgot the main one I had.
1: Okay, well, it's going to have Leon's name in it because this episode is mostly about Leon and his lifestyle, so if that's not something.
0: (laughs) If it's not something you want to hear, I really think it's a very cultured conversation um, regarding alternative lifestyle relationships.
1: And it was had in a tasteful way, I mean, except for maybe like the last five minutes.
0: The last five minutes gets a little rough if you got a little sensitive little video, I don't wanna hit that mess ears. But it was a grown up conversation just about defining the lifestyle, how the lifestyle has fit him, um, some of his experiences in that lifestyle, and I think it was a really It was awesome. Really good conversation. Amazing.
1: Um and again, the fact that we get to do shit like talk to people from the UK, I'm still I don't understand how we got here, but I'm glad <laughs> we're
0: here. So Don't worry about the uh, sound discrepancy. We did this on Skype, so, you know, I'm clearly loud as hell, but, (laughs) you know, I think that the conversation is clear. Yeah, it is. And uh, I hope y'all enjoy that.
1: Yep. But um, you gonna tell them where to find you at?
0: Oh, dang. Yeah. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at <laughs> Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I can be found at red underscore calamity.
1: We're still doing the listen letter portion of the show. So if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is artist at gmail.com. Um, and you can send it to us that way. Uh, large part of the listen letter portion is going to be our conversation with Leon. But we did have a, a letter from Colin. Um, I think the title he had another one of these titles because yes, it,
0: just get on my nerves. It is lubricated meat I just don't also understand. known as meat jelly it's so
1: unnecessary.
0: The picture that we referenced Colin sending us last week is on the conversation Con artist <laughs> Facebook page. It is a picture of him holding his intact meat It's
1: so I hate y'all so so much. I want y'all to check that out. oh my
0: God, check out the pick and the comment what is good y'all red you know i want to apologize for the title but i just can't because it's so fun to come up with these subject lines and to hear you laugh about it (laughs) all right so some of the stuff i want y'all to get into a couple of topics the lube box story was absolutely (laughs) hilarious back in the day when i was actually serving up meat on a regular basis i used to buy my jimmy hats from condom depot (laughs) Them shits used to show up in an unmarked box. Not sure why Red got a damn box of stuff shipped in a lube container. LMAO. Uh
1: do, do you wanna do it point by point or read the whole letter and then point by run? point. Okay. So the reason I got the lube box, I contacted the lady. She works at a hospital. Now, I don't know why of all the motherfucking boxes she could have chose that she got from the hospital, why she chose to lube. and I'm sure it was it was lubricating jelly. I'm assuming it's probably the stuff that they use to do um, sonograms on pregnant women. You know, they squirt that jelly on their belly and then move the the little thing around on top of it. So I'm assuming that's what it was. But yeah, that was, and I still haven't, I haven't used the stuff yet. So because autism, listen, listen, if you're natural (laughs) and you have, even the slightest bit of curl. Let me say that, because if you don't have curly hair, I don't know what it's gonna do. But if your hair is curly, I'm telling you, you need to try this Aussie Mir- Miracle Curls line. My hair is luxurious. <laughs> it. I don't. I don't understand why. I don't know what sorcery they have put into these little purple bottles, but it works amazing. And so much so, I don't even want to use this shit I got sent. To be
0: honest, <laughs> y'all, I've seen. Her every week for the last three years, at least. Yes. And her hair is different. Okay. <laughs> it's just more flowy. It's more free. It's like her hair used to be in jail, and now it just got out. Okay. It got. It can make all the decisions that it want to make. <laughs> and it's black folks' hair. You know, y'all know what black folks do. Yeah. It don't shake when you turn your head. Your hair turn the same way. That's just <laughs> how it's been. She have her shit in a bun. And it that's it it just turned and maybe when she permed her shit not perm but straight iron her shit mm-hmm. then it you know a little bit more flowy yeah it is but this shit it ain't the wind is blowing through it like when we were recording <laughs> with uh when we were recording with Leon whatever fan she had on in the background <laughs> it was just blowing through her hair like each individual strand was just like we free. <laughs> So it's different. Uh-oh. Something
1: with Austin, I, It's the Miracle Curls line. They got a whole co-wash. They got a, a styler, a leave-in. They got a whole shebang. And I have completely converted over to only using that. So at some point, I will try the stuff that was sent to me. But right now, I'm enjoying my good hair. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, that's why it was sent in a loot box. Because she works at a hospital as well as... Doing the hair stuff, I guess. And um She just happened to pick them fucking boxes for some reason. I don't know. I need to put the picture of the boxes on the I'll i put that on the page. Cause I did take pictures of the boxes. <laughs> so I have to put those up on the page so y'all can see the boxes and know that I'm I wish I was making this up because it was so embarrassing.
0: Two. This is the second part uh, of with his letter two beards all right so two things about this one for red one for mr on Point. point first mr on point yes bro why do barbers always have to insult you at black barbershops in order to get their point across <laughs> like bro i own a mirror i know my hairline is doing lebron james you don't have to put it out man point it <laughs> out man just give me my cut and let me live my life that said yeah man it's about time for me to do somewhat of a bigger trim back it doesn't grow the way i want it to when it gets long and starts to curl too much Red, I'm with you on unorthodox products, though. I found great success with the Diva Curl products for women with curly hair. It's kind of crazy how well they work for the beard game, LOL. And the scent is pretty good, too. That's all I've got for now. I'm sure I'll find something else to write in about, along with a great subject line.
1: You know what? Hilariously enough, On Point has did just what you said you wanted to do. His beard. His beard. My hair looks luxurious. His beard looks luxurious right now.
0: I cut my beard, right? And so, when my beard was blown out, my beard was about eight nine inches long i
1: I would say what I said you look like, but I feel like it'll be offensive outside of the group chat, so I'm not <laughs> gonna say yeah
0: it.
1: <laughs> he looked like something. it was a very long beard, like blown out it was really long.
0: I think you Mormon would be easier to say without f- offending. But okay it, but it looked like a, just a long ass untended mormon beard or something yeah. like that yeah but this dude like blew my beard out he had a, a steam machine that steamed it and it was helping him let me tell you the process let me beard? tell you the process all right <laughs> so he washed my beard with some t- detangler mm-hmm. and then he put in some leave-in conditioner and then he was just you know combing it out picking it out like what i do with my hair yeah and then he had a chair he put his chair all the way back i lay it all the way back and he pulled up this steaming machine and the steaming machine was just keeping my hair moisturized and wet while he was continuing to pull it out um and he just continued to pull it out and pick it pull it out and picking it pulling out and picking it, it, pick it and then he uh, got a blow dryer with you know one of those comb attachments on mm-hmm. the end and he was just pulling it out and combing it out and by the time he got done pulling it all the way out, it was like 9, 10 inches of just hair. And I was like, I did not. Now, I knew it was long, and I knew I was pulling them down. Mm-hmm. I just had no idea how much my beard was curling up into itself. And I got all of that trimmed off. So lengthwise, it kind of almost looked like it did before because it's still curled into itself, mm-hmm. but it's much, much more organized now.
1: And it's, I don't know, it's denser. It looks almost fake. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: almost. have a man piece beard.
1: But it kind of looks like that.
0: <laughs> man, I was looking at them man pieces that, that people do. I don't know if I'm fully against getting a man piece one day. I really don't. I really don't. <laughs> I just don't want to show up somewhere with a whole sponge dad's head. You know, after I was bald last week, I just, I was been a whole week answering them garbage ass questions with my client <laughs> and with professionals and with people who ain't gonna say nothing like, how your hair grows but so gonna fair. know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I like my bald head though. I feel like it's something where if I'm gonna go out of town for like two weeks, where nobody
1: already knew what you look like. Exactly.
0: <laughs> and I need, and, and I feel like I need to go get a short one <laughs> first and then transition it into more, but. You know, but I ain't really even that caught up in my hair, so I don't really care um
1: diva, listen this is what i I tell people about like our hair and what I've learned in the six seven years I've been natural six or seven I don't know how long at this point it's been a while uh you i you know I used to be like hardcore you know going to the multi ethnic <laughs> section in Target, in Walmart, getting the products that were over there. What I've learned is that, you know, if shit works, it works. You know, Aussie, the the way I even got into I using Aussie was that somebody told me about their, they had a three-minute miracle deep conditioner that I only put it in there three minutes and it's good. I dyed my hair red, obviously, hence the name. <laughs> and because of that, um, I deep condition my hair every week. So I was looking for a deep conditioner that, Would do really well And it did So when I ran up on The Miracle Curls line from them I was like yeah let me give it a try Because I really like the deep conditioner And it was fucking amazing So I would just say don't paint yourself into a box And feel like you have to use stuff like Shea Moisture and Carol's Daughter And all these other They're good They, I mean if it works it works But if you find something non-traditional Unconventional that works Then shit Better use that shit. And the Aussie stuff is much cheaper. <laughs> it's like $5 a product. Literally.
0: I need to go get some Aussie to see what it do for my beard.
1: <laughs> I just imagine your beard floating <laughs> in the wind. That should be weird. <laughs> that would be really weird. I've never used the Diva Curls line. I've seen it, but I
0: just,
1: it's expensive. I'm getting coloring
0: in it next time I go. And he was talking about a whole bunch of different coloring options and I'm just gonna tell him whatever you wanna do, don't care, just do something for it. I just want something different. Gonna have to redo your your cartoon. Maybe. <laughs> It'll be easy. Anyway, thanks for that letter. Colin, as always.
1: Yep. So what we're gonna do now is get into the um the um recording that we did with leon so yes the sound's gonna sound different because it was recorded through skype and it was recorded on a different day so we just gonna insert that right on in here right here (laughs) so enjoy
0: everybody it's your boy mr on point we have leon with us we promised y'all some weeks back that (laughs) we were gonna get leon in here uh as introduced by michael what's up michael to uh, talk something about his lifestyle and he sent in a, a really really good letter that kind of filled us in some some little information but uh, the response was that people really want to know what's going on you know in the lifestyle so I want to introduce y'all to Leon Cl- Calamity Red go ahead and say your thing
1: oh I just want to say that I think one it's amazing that we have listeners from across the pond because we honestly do this show this is shit we will be talking about anyway so the fact that people listen to it. it is still mind-boggling to me um and it's just awesome that we get to do stuff like this and have conversations like this because you know we named it conversation car artists because we are talkers and so i uh, thank you very much for agreeing to do this
0: so uh and, and i want to add to that thank you thank you for joining thank you for taking your time out thank you for supporting us and everything um but uh, you can introduce yourself my good sir
2: Alright, well, um, well. my name's Leon, and um, I'm here to answer all the uh, questions about the lifestyle that you have to throw at me. I'm looking forward to it. Slightly apprehensive, because I'm not <laughs> quite sure what to expect, but at the same time, you know, yeah. Um,
0: if it, If it makes you feel better, they only know your first name, mm-hmm. they can't see your face, yep. and nobody will ever be able to figure out who you are, except... Through us, and we are both therapists. We literally get paid to keep people's information private for a living. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's fine. That's fine. It's, um, <laughs> as I'll probably um, as I'll get into, I suppose later. It's something that it's a. I want to say it's necessarily a secret, but it's. I mean, certainly when it comes to sort of um, other aspects of your life, friends, pretty much everybody knows, family some may know it's um and if it's one of those things that i suppose i don't keep a secret but if i was um
0: and if i was asked
2: i'd say but it's not something i necessarily broadcast like at work <laughs> So
0: yeah. <I> <laughs> hey that makes sense you yeah, know yeah, yeah. you don't know what information gonna cause grandma a heart attack <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, yeah. Yeah, you gotta be careful it's, so just tell us tell us go ahead yeah. uh, I uh, say so let's start general
1: before we get into like the nitty gritty of your personal life, <laughs> like who you are outside of the conversation that we're gonna have.
0: And if you don't mind, like your upbringing, a little bit of what, what you know, what got you where you are in life, if if you don't mind, whatever you want to share.
2: Uh oh, well, say mid thirties guy born. I, I suppose. What am I? A millennial, zennial, whatever it is. Um, I don't really know where to begin. I'm um, born and bred in South East London in a, uh, a little-known place called Penge. Um, no one really, unless you're from there, no one really knows that it exists, you what I mean? even though it's part of a major city. It's yeah. one of those places that no matter where you're from in London, other than Penge or the surrounding areas, people, you say where you're from, Penge, where's that? Sounds foreign. <laughs> it's not to get, but uh, yeah it's um oh, and the only other pe- reason people know it is cause it's because it's the final destination of a a night bus that runs in london as well but other than that uh people don't normally know where 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 it is so but other than that uh, yeah uh being born and bred there still live around you know that sort of area of south east london um can I say about my life uh, <laughs> well it's you, not really uh, I'll give you a
0: little guidance hmm. of kind of what I so in my head I'm trying to see if there may be traces of how you experienced relationships when you were younger that may lead into the idea of you know I don't like traditional relationships or right. or do you think that this is built into you you just like I'm just not built for you know, regularly. Like, so I'm just kind of trying to see, help people understand, is there any particular patterns that stand out that might lead you to that path or is it just ain't no, ain't no correlation with anything? Right, yes,
3: right.
0: So keep in mind that
1: like, <laughs> we want to know like the nuts and bolts of it. You know what I'm saying? Like the behind how it came to be, cause that's kind of what we do.
2: Yes. Yes. i get you. Um, well, in that respect, I suppose, <laughs> I've given it considerable thought actually, not for any sort of deep and meaningful reason, just to sort of, um, I don't know, figure yourself out as you do, you know, sort of mull over what's happened in your life and how you are, where you are. Um, I suppose, yeah, I've never really had any sort of traditional, sort of, I suppose, founding relationships. I was born, well, I was brought up by my, my aunt as opposed to my mother. My mother and father were both in my life but not really at the fore, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they 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 were there but they weren't there, if that makes sense. So as a result, um it's um yeah, I suppose when it comes to sort of traditional relationships in that respect, um, I never really had it. So I never really but then saying that I never really missed it, if you know what I mean. It's really yeah. Yeah it's
0: so it's not a direct correlation that you can identify no no, but. it's not
2: like a case of okay I, I definitely you know this happened for therefore definitely that is why I'm into the lifestyle and i can't say there's any particular reason for it to be honest um I've, you know things have happened to me over the years and growing up and things that um i wouldn't necessarily say that i could pin down any one particular thing or things to be why it's um quite i think it's just a case of experimentation and then it was just like yeah really like this <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so what is
0: you, what are your career like what do you do for a living like what do you what's your bread and butter
2: uh i work in it it support
0: okay is that your connection with michael
2: no um, no it's not. Um we there's two connections really. Me and him went to school together, albeit I think we vaguely knew each other. Um there's a few years between us. So I think he was just starting as I was just leaving. So um we we went to the same school together for a time. And also a girl who was in my class at school is now his wife. So <laughs>
0: Oh okay. Hi. Okay. okay
2: so yeah that that's the link that's the that's the that's the solid link so we we met through we met through his his now wife
0: okay um so at the end of the day we really want to like objectify you and just isolate your existence of swinging so just wanted to give you an opportunity if you wanted to to to, like throw some more stuff out there yeah
1: Um, be Be a total human and not just (laughs) yeah
0: yeah not just uh, yes Um, so what are the, uh, what are the marriage dynamics like in, uh, or the relationship dynamics like in Britain? Is it common? You know, cause in America we got 50% divorce rate. So divorce ain't happening. And, uh, those non-traditional alternative lifestyles are kind of starting to creep into, you know, Mm. the forethought forefront of thought. Um, what is what is what are and I talked to somebody who said that in France they really don't they don't do marriage very much they kind of like expect to move on at some point so I was just wondering in Britain how is how is the relationship dynamic?
2: Um, well, uh, it can it varies. I think it can be quite traditional in, in a lot of senses because it's still very much a um, you know, it's uh, Britain's relationship with religion is quite strange. So it's kind of like. I suppose all the um, sort of the the links with that and I suppose relationship dynamics is uh, it's there, but it's kind of quiet, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, there's I mean there's a lot of people I, like if I just going from people I know um, outside of the scene and inside I suppose, but mainly outside. Lots of traditional relationships, um, you know. Uh, meet get together get married have children you know that sort of thing um uh...
1: like so like here in america Mm. there there's a difference in viewpoints depending on where you are like the south is very 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 much traditional and that's where we Mm. we live but out uh california is a a lot more liberal and so it's Mm. not as and and it's not as religion based i think i'm not too so like does it very depending
2: on where you are. Um, I want to say, well, not so much. I'd say it's how old you are more than where you are uh, um, in, in this country, just for my observations. So anyway, it's more a case of with your older, um, your older uh, people. Um, not to be disrespectful, um, <laughs> they seem to be. Uh, yeah, there certainly is a lot more um, traditional mm. couples there, you know, married 30-plus years, 40-plus years, you know, that sort of thing, um, whether they get on or not. <laughs> I guess. Uh, uh, Whereas, uh, you know, but then saying that, there's some people who are divorced or be married multiple times. There's, you know, it's, it's quite a mixed bag, really. Um, it really depends, I suppose, on... Uh, well... Who you are, where where you're brought up, and you know, and and how, I suppose, how you interacted with life, really, because there's some people like I've known people from all demographics who had all different types of sort of relationships. You had the people who, um, or have all been wild childs when they were growing up who are now settled down with kids and happy. Uh, you got people who are, you know, who uh always well not always in the relationship well always in relationships or in different relationships um i don't know i know a couple of people growing up now who are adults same as me now who are, you know into you know polyamorous relationships and um and that sort of thing um, myself i suppose in the swinging scene but i'm still in a sort of in, in a in just a relationship not with multiple people or anything um and yeah there's sort of everything in between but i'd say in general um it can be quite traditional some of the sort of like things that i'm going to talk about today are probably quite out there <laughs> your average brit <laughs> it can be quite um like it can be quite reserved but then having said that you go to any club on a saturday night and um you you may think otherwise. <laughs> so yeah. you know what I mean. So, like, that, so.
1: I've always wondered if so are y'all is it as are people as buttoned up as the stereotype is is it the because it's a stereotype is kind of something that y'all continue, or are people really that because that, I mean y'all kind of have the reputation of being really um, I don't know I don't want to say uptight because that has a negative connotation but just a lot more reserved.
2: Uh, yes, I was thinking yeah. that's the word that yeah that, that springs to mind for me um in a word no <laughs> a lot of people are not like that at all um and we've got this reputation but i'm like you go to i don't know how it's uh, certainly <laughs> not these days like in the past yeah stiff upper lip get it you know people yeah. are having to you know people uh remaining stoic regardless of what's going on um but um now like you know you, you well talk to anyone in europe anyone in um, Ibiza or anywhere like that <laughs> about brits and what they get up to <laughs> yeah. and i'm sure they'll paint a different picture altogether really <laughs> you <know? But>, uh, <laughs> it can be quite um yeah it, it can vary massively from what i suppose americans think of us when they think of brits and uh reserve and
1: stuff has nothing to do with that, but we asked Michael this. I just want to ask you, what uh-huh. what is the stereotype of Americans? And we're not going to get offended. We had to tell him that too. Like, What are the stereotypes? Oh,
2: of- nice. All right. uh, stereotypes of Americans. Um, brashness, if i got going to be director, uh, can be brash, but not necessarily like in, in necessarily a negative way. It's just a case of, um, I suppose, a complete sort of just being unashamed of being yourself, regardless of where you are and who, um, and and um, you know what situation you're in. I'm that's, good uh, bad. Is, yeah, <laughs> good and bad. Yeah, I mean, like uh, that. Uh, that's just from I suppose uh, Americans who've come over here, and uh, you know, I've been fortunate enough now to I've gone to America twice in the last few years. Uh, last year, I was over your yeah, neck of the woods, I suppose, close to anyway. Um, New Orleans and um, yeah, Nashville. And Memphis went on a bit of a road trip down that way. Um, yes. And, yeah, yeah, loved it, loved it. Um, loved the food. A bit too much. <laughs> but, yeah, but, um, but, I mean, other than that, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, certainly the, uh, the reputation for southern hospitality certainly lives true. You know, I found everybody very friendly and very, uh, you know, um, very um, hospitable. So, mean, you know, willing to do, you know, what, what more above and beyond what you necessarily get over here <laughs> to, to, okay. to be friendly and inviting and, you know, welcoming. So that was really nice. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, th- you know, that friendliness is one thing as well. I mean, you've got the sort of the contrast, the brashness with the friendliness. <laughs> uh, it's because um, c- sometimes some people are taken aback by it. I mean, one of my best friends is uh, from Florida, uh, he lives over here now. Um, and has been over here for well 20 years now, something like that. So he's uh and yeah, he's still got it. So, so and I, sometimes I laugh at how people are like if they've never met him before are completely taken aback by how <laughs> <laughs> got this this uh, in your face Floridian. <laughs>
1: like at Florida is a whole different beast entirely.
2: Oh, I know. oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yes. um I think we did the whole, the whole thing went around Facebook recently about the Florida van thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> whole yes. different beats entirely. All right, yeah. so let's uh let's dive into it. Uh Red, I wanted to. You ain't covering your microphone up, are you? Why are you holding your phone? Does it sound like I am? It did. Yes.
1: It, it sounds di- better it- now. Okay, I may have had my hand over it.
0: Maybe. Okay, yeah. So get my that head. fixed. We that's that's fixed now. Um, and uh. So do you want to do you want to give us a little insight to the lifestyle or you want to just get into it questions and and you can answer what we what we got?
2: Um, I'll answer the questions, I suppose, and then I could sort of, you know, add on to that. I think that might be easier. Okay.
0: so first question. What do you define swinging as for yourself? And I ask this because you you've said you've mentioned being in the swinging scene uh-huh. Um and I don't know if that means the same thing as that this is the lifestyle that I, I absorb and I am or if this is just kind of like momentary. How do you define swinging for yourself? Is this something you're going to be in for the long ride or just you kind of like in that scene right now?
2: Uh for me my uh for me um uh, I can't see um uh, myself not being in it at least for the you know near distant future. Um, so yeah, I'd say, um, you know, part of the lifestyle, just, um, I suppose that's the term that you guys use and I, I'm, I'm familiar with it, but tends to be yeah. people over here say it means the same thing. They just say, you know, so, but yes, part of the lifestyle <laughs> is, uh, yeah, effectively the same thing. Yeah.
0: Okay. So I know swinging is defined in a, a myriad of ways, depending on who mm-hmm. participates in it. How was it defined yes. for you?
2: How's it defined for me um right, yeah, well, I see it as i suppose just meeting up with like minded people and doing um and doing things that we want to do, really, so it's uh you know, well of wherever that could be you know um like just straight up sex or or something a bit more, um, in depth, you know, especially if it crosses across into the BDSM side of,
3: yeah.
2: uh, of things. Um, but for me, yeah, it's just a case of meeting up with like-minded people. i kind of, I wouldn't say necessarily that it's, um, I'm like full into it in a sense of it's not everything I do. There's some, you know, I suppose there's varying levels of yeah. it with people. I've got other hobbies and other interests outside of swinging, (laughs) whereas there's some people who are like, every weekend, every, you know, every available opportunity, they'll go to a party, all their friends are swingers, and all their, their, you know, their social circle is swinging, whereas for me, it's a bit, I suppose I'm in the middle of that, really, I've kind of, you know, I have have life outside of it, I have life uh, in it, Um, but um, I, I wouldn't necessarily say that I'm a i've thrown myself in and uh and i sort of dip in and out really (laughs) i got you okay
1: so are there different genres up because i I know you mentioned you mentioned bdsm so like with being swinging are there different i guess genre would be the right word like are there specific swingers that are into bdsm or when um, you go is it just like whatever it is
2: no there's different i'd say there's different um there's different themes and different um, genres, as you say. There's this, um, there's days where, you know, there's like, there's crossover, I suppose, because there's some people, with, with BDSM as an example, there is, um, you know, people who like to go to fetish clubs and um, fetish clubbing, but they're not necessarily swingers. They'll enjoy, like, sort of the dungeon play side of things and doing, uh, um, uh, and sort of playing out what what's called scenes. Um um, which is sort, of, you know, if you're doing something with somebody, say for example, if it's like a, you know, just your standard, say whipping, as an example, yeah. as a simple example, um, tying someone up and whipping them and uh, flogging them, uh, maybe that, you know, that playing out scene somewhere. Some people like doing that sort of thing, but then they wouldn't necessarily engage in any sort of sexual, side, well. You know, just sort of explicit sexual. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. More auto-erotic so,
2: yeah, than yeah. sexual. Yeah. So, uh, but then there's some people who like both. Some people who only like swinging but aren't into BDSM. Um, even then, within swinging, they could have people who like um, what's called soft swinging, where they're like having sex with people in, like, with their partner, but in the presence of other people. Then then there's sort of like, i oh, it's full swinging uh, for people who uh, like to swap partners. Then even within that, it can be different as well. And also the experience is very different if you're in a couple or if you're in a single guy or a single girl. So it's, um, you know, can be um, very um, different even within the same themes, if you know what I mean, because obviously yeah. the expectations different. They're sort of, I would not say control. That's the wrong word or the wrong phrasing. But like you know, suppose um, who who. I suppose dictates the. I suppose the pace or the the feel of the the party yeah. could change depending on... The, and even then, like, um, I haven't organised parties myself. I'm not sure if I would, because it, it, sometimes it sounds like a logistical nightmare to get into <laughs> getting, ba- getting balances right in parties, because sometimes you can have the um, have a group of people, and if there's one... There's there's slight a slight difference in balance. So, like, there's um, slightly too many single guys, or there's slightly too many couples, <laughs> or there's slightly too many... Then it can all... The whole feel of the bike could be completely different. Yeah. So it's um, yeah, it's the things I've that I've picked up. For, um, I suppose over the years I've been active in the swinging scene for probably about four years now. Well, yeah, four years like properly. I flirted with it before in my uh, with my ex. We flirted with the idea before, and we had uh, we've had. Freedoms and things before, but we never actually went properly into the scene or anything like that. Um, and then you know, then we separated, and Mm then I thought, well, I'm in a position where what I could do, I I could try new things. So I thought, well, I'll try, I'll try it and see if I actually would enjoy it. And turns out I do. So, (laughs) so here I am.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, um, what kind of, uh, what kind of rules do you want to set up when you when you get into the swinging lifestyle like do you have to set up rules for yourself do you set up rules for others and on top of that question i guess are your swinging interactions with uh long-term interactions like people you always deal with or are they always isolated to you know i don't really do this with the same people moving forward right got you
2: uh yeah well it's a mixture of both sometimes you'll meet somebody and then you 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 won't see him again sometimes it's a case of um, i mean i've met several people who i would say uh, um, i get on with really well and seen multiple times not necessarily sometimes you'll have a situation where you've you've known someone for years and you've only met them in that context but then you've never actually you've never done anything or never sort of uh, had sex with them or done anything sexual with them you just get on with them and the reverse where you've got on you know you um you meet all the time uh and then you end up actually it turns into a friendship sometimes or, or it's a friendship based on that. Um yeah. but yeah, the rules as far I think with for myself it was um when I went into it as a single guy, I had very uh I just sort of had a sort of played it played it by ear, really. So sort of I had a few things I was like, well I'm not prepared to do Certain things, um, and if someone asks, I will just decline. But like I say, on va you know, generally on the scene, um, not even generally, standard really, to respect people's boundaries. So um, you know, if anybody is thinking about getting involved in it, and then they encounter somebody who it start, it becomes apparent that they're not really respecting their boundaries. I'd say to them just to get out because that's not a situation that you, not a situation that, um, it's not the situation that you think you're in. (laughs) If uh, someone's masquerading as something that they're not, basically, if they don't respect you for saying, no, I'm not interested. Certainly with women, um, men as well, but um, one thing I do see is, um, there is quite a lot of respect for women in the scene as a whole. There are some idiots, blokes out there um who who aren't but then i think that where isn't there basically but um but yeah uh overall i think that boundaries are respected quite um well and how your boundaries are are sort of uh, determined is really up to you with couples a lot of the time people have a sort of list of do's and don'ts um uh, like for myself now with my partner I was in the scene before uh we we met well we knew each other but before we got together. Uh but I was open and honest about it from the start. Um and she knew about it and then, you know, initially it was just a case of, okay, well almost like a don't ask, don't tell. She's like, I I'm a kind of uh I'm interested in the scene, but I'm not sure if I want to do that right now. You could do what you do, but don't um, you know, I don't need to know any details. But then actually she was like you know what actually now I've, I've changed my mind about that tell me everything <laughs> i want to get involved <laughs> i want to get involved so uh yeah so you know she she sort of embraced it and um you know i just like in your own time basically um it's not something that i'd want to foist on somebody that they didn't want to um but didn't want to be and um just said like you know at your own pace in your own time if it's never then it's never if, if, if you do say and then you know we could do something so you know but then we had our sort of rules for ourselves and for, for for us it's kind of for me um it was a case of anything that felt like it was a date was a no-no so you know meeting people on a one-to-one basis as opposed to going to a, a meeting in a in a club or a party situation um that sort of thing Was It was a no, which was fine with me anyway because I I actually much preferred or much prefer uh, meeting people in sort of a social situation as opposed to, you know, going to someone's house or uh, meeting them on a one-to-one anyway. Um, So, yes, you know, we were just very, you just got to be very open and honest with what you don't want and what you want. Um, You got to talk to each other, uh, communicate. Communications the key, really. Uh, and with any of the other any couples that I've seen, who are solid, um, you know, that's that's been the the thing that runs true, whether in the swinging scene or not, really. But very much so in the swinger scene, there's uh, seems to be a level of open openness and honesty, in well, swinging and BDSM scenes with couples that I've seen, in them. that seems to be, well, um, like no other, really, in the sense of it's. um I'm not sure if it's a case of we, uh, you know, because of the situation, you're seeing an, a part of someone's relationship that you wouldn't ordinarily see. Yeah. But it does seem like it's very, it's very strong. It's one of those, you know, when when you see it and go, that's what I aspire to be, in the sense of you know, being that open and honest with somebody, you know. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, um, okay. I've seen that a lot the swinging scene um and from what i've heard you know talking to other people in it you know they say like it's it's one of those things that if you're in a good relationship then it could potentially make your relationship better if that's what you both want to do but if you're in a bad one it'll make it worse it's one of those sort of i could see that yeah
0: so i had a few questions from some of the stuff you just said the first one is do you have an example of something that you've had to decline that you weren't interested in at that moment?
2: Um <clears throat> just trying to think back. Not really. I've been quite um I don't know if it's just me being game for anything. <laughs> or <laughs> um or if it's been a case of uh, you know, um just hasn't really arisen. Um only thing that I have declined and it's, you know, just for, it's on one, you know, it's been what I've said about with my partner, people are in, uh, people saying, oh, we really enjoyed, uh, you know, uh meeting here. Would you be up for coming back to ours or you'd be coming up, you know, meeting us another time, you know, um privately. And that's when I've gone, you know, sorry, it's one of the things that I don't do, sort of, you know, politely declined. Most people have been absolutely fine with that. I've had a couple people um, being a bit disgruntled. Uh, yeah. But, well, even if I was thinking about breaking a rule, I certainly wouldn't. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting to me because it really, for me, it highlights how intentional you have to be about disconnecting emotionally mm. from from the people that you interact with and my second question was going into not question but statement more so is the way you define it it sounds more like look this is a business transaction that happens to have sex going on like if you want to build more from this we don't we don't mix business with pleasure and it sounds like pleasure would be your personal life and business would be look the sex is business we don't we don't have to go <laughs> no further than this that's kind of how like prostitution. <laughs> <laughs> no it's only prostitution if it's a financial exchange <laughs> if there's no money involved then it's not the case
2: yeah i don't know maybe it might be my explanation that's making it sound that way but um it certainly doesn't feel that way with most people there have been times where it has felt well only after the fact a little bit clinical however um on the most part i've met some amazing people and um you know and uh re- you know had some fantastic times and uh, look forward to having some more really. At, um, okay. yeah.
1: That was it's, one of the um, questions though. Um, was, so what's the etiquette at the end of a scene or at the end of a, um, is it weird? Like, Oh, I think he said, no, I con- no. Do you not make eye contact? The <laughs> <reason?"> <laughs>
2: um, that's, only, like, that's only half uh, that has happened. Like not like, no eye contact, but a okay, case sort of, um, so I'm going. Well, you know, I just wanted to play out of fantasy, so I don't really want to make any small talk. I'm like, oh, okay, um, right. I'll see you around him. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, that's. Uh, but generally now, it's just kind of, you know, I suppose it's kind of it's done, um, and you just carry on talking about other stuff. <laughs> um, it's like when you when you read my letter in your previous podcast when you said what i think what, what did i say i said something along the lines of the people i've talked to and you like talk to <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, know, you know yeah it's kind of like you know the, the after you know still the, the, the same sort of stuff applies the after sex chats um <laughs> or cigarette or whatever you know it still still it still happens it just happens with um on mass sometimes
0: <laughs> okay um so, do you have more sexual interaction with one individual or with, like, groups of people? Or is it, like, you're from person to person? Or, like, how is it... How does a normal party interaction play out?
2: Um, it really depends on the party. Uh, some are sort of more, I suppose, orgy-orientated. So, it's more based on what, what people, in, people I've met in the scene would describe it as, so I suppose, open play and closed play so you'd have a closed door or open door sort of policy so you could have um, within so say for example I'm in a party and I meet a couple or a woman or and and then we, we go somewhere if we go to an open play um, room then you could have um, you know you're doing it in front of an audience uh, yeah um, and then depending on where you are, um, you know, and depending who is. Some people, you know, you, can't, you can, not you're can. effectively inviting people to ask if they want to join in. Uh, some people do. Some people just like to watch. Um, or some people, or if it's a room full of people, you might just go, well, we're just playing, but, you know, we don't want anyone to join in, but feel free to watch sort of thing. You just sort of broadcast it and people just go, okay. Uh, or, you know, and some people... Um, like to, for people to join in, some people that's they want you know to play out effectively. What you know, what you see sometimes in the porn films, you know, like um certainly if you um, what can be some of the some of the terms can be a bit crass, So I apologize for it, but yeah, say for example, say a woman We're who American. likes uh, We don't
0: care
2: about
0: crass. <laughs> Stop <laughs> covering your microphone. I'm not, I'm
2: okay. I, you I'm got
0: muffled concerned. again.
1: Uh, maybe I wasn't speaking loudly. You know
0: I get quiet. <laughs> you I'm sorry that's, to interrupt. You no, that's no, all right.
2: No problem. Um, so you have some women who like to have lots of men at once. For example, um, I the term in the swimming world, greedy girl. So if someone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I ain't heard of that.
2: <laughs> yeah, greedy girl. Could be, it's, uh, sometimes you'll have uh, greedy girl parties where it's, that's the theme. It's, it, you know, it's aim to have a skewed ratio of more men to, to women, um, but that's what the women want, so um, you know, so it's, uh, yeah um, and they're sort of your more sort of gangbang themed type parties um, so yeah, in, in those situations it can be you know, a free fall really so you just need to you know okay if I join him, yeah. And then that's it, you know, <laughs> you're in there. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's um,
1: so that just made me think of a question. Uh-huh. I'm trying to think of how to ask it. <laughs> um, so in order to do the swing, so like, as far as I don't even want to say labels, but if you are into the swinging lifestyle, would you have to be open to, like, let's say if you're heterosexual? and you yep. go, um, is, that, is that something that can become an issue if you're, like, strictly, like, wholly heterosexual and don't want any interaction with anybody of the same mistake? Um
2: No, no, I don't think so. Um, I've, so I think, well, one thing this is this case of, it depends on how you want to do it. If you're someone who likes to meet people and then go off and play, then it'll never come up. If you're someone who likes to get involved in say gang bangs or you know multiple you know male male female or more um or even just orgies or whatever you know you're gonna have to sort of i don't know get used to is the right term but sort of like yeah you know how to appreciate that you're gonna have bodies touching each other where, um, like, um, like on point said, with the uh, meat on meat incident. That's what I was asking. <laughs> That's a baby ass
1: because you yeah. said that.
3: <laughs>
2: it 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 can happen, um, but it's a case of. I suppose it depends on someone's motivation for that happiness. To where you know, for me personally, I'm not really. I'm not fussed by that sort of thing because you know, I sort of. I'm in that situation. Then <laughs> how can I be? Some guys would be like, oh, "Well, do you mind not?" You know. Um, doing that, and sometimes the politeness, sometimes in, in in certain situations, can be ridiculous, in in, in it, it, laughable even. You know, like for example, you know, say someone's you know, there's a few guys and a woman. I keep using that example, but it's the one I suppose people are sort of used to through porn and everything. Um, And then it'll be a case of you know she'd be like who's next and it'd be like after you sir no 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 after you sir (laughs) that sort (laughs) that 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 sort of situation can happen at times and it can be quite funny. (laughs) Uh, Very much so. (laughs) But you know it's it's
0: like uh, you're not talking about getting in the line at the grocery store, you know.
2: (laughs) you know, us, Brits, we like to queue, right? So. Any excuse to cue, um, but yeah, so, you know,
0: it's. has um, gone. I'm sorry. So, in the context of your interaction, mm-hmm. um, would you consider yourself? Uh, you would, you, would you ha- do you have heterosexual interactions exclusively? Uh, interactions with men and women, like, what's your preference in that regard?
2: Um, it's predominantly heterosexual. Um, I have had, I uh, have played with um, transsexuals before. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, you know, um, but uh, yeah, that's it really. Um, I want you know, sort of guy and guy stuff doesn't do it for me in that respect. I (laughs) got you. So it's uh, but yeah, it's uh, you know, so but it's predominantly sort of heterosexual, either uh, yeah, heterosexual couples or or women, and um, yeah, occasionally um, trans. Trans girls as well. So
0: Okay. So I'm gonna dive into one of the context of how this whole thing came about it was about the cuckold dynamic. To where uh, you got like a, a couple uh, it's usually in porn. I don't know. You could, I guess, yeah, feel yeah. some bl- In porn, it's usually a white couple and uh, a black man. And, we say, like, we didn't say, but Leon is black for the listeners because they don't
3: know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Leon is black. Well, uh, black. So, uh, is that something that you've participated in? And another question behind it, I guess, is well, I'll ask the question after you answer that.
2: Um, yes I have. Um short answer to that is um in some there's I mean there, there are some parties which are effectively catered to, to that sort of you know, to that sort of dynamic.
0: Um
2: and yeah, um there are a lot of yeah, there are a lot of white guys who like to see their partner being, you know, um whatever race their partner is, with loads of black guys. I'm not sure what what it is for them. I haven't really gone into any sort of um, in-depth conversation with anybody about it before. (laughs) But
1: over here anyway, like, I don't know. It seems like black bodies are um, like really sexualized a lot in America. And so now you have, I mean, we even have people getting ass shots and getting implants to emulate more curvy bodies, which black women naturally have. And I think yeah. that part of it may be that. It may be we're just for whatever reason, you know, there's that whole stereotype of black men all having gigantic dicks. You know. <laughs> oh so. yeah,
2: yeah. It's, I think that is a there is an element of that. Um it really depends on the couple. Some couples uh is a case of or oh, uh, with some people at least. I get the gist that it's more of a they like the contrast. Um and some there's some women just, I just find black men sexier um, because of that sort of contrast in contrast thing. You know, the you know a light body on a white uh, on, on a dark body, and that looks very appealing. Um, with some people, it no doubt. I suppose there is some sort of uh, there is an element of that. Um, you know, the whole um, I suppose hypersexualization of uh, black. Black people, full stop. Um, but whether it's—I suppose it's a difficult one because um, it's kind of for me. I've never really said because people may think that in, it, just in that in that situation, but day to day they don't. So it's kind of like you know, the is something that I've thought about, but not to a massive degree about whether I should be should I be offended by this, um, <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> You on know. the whole, you know, I'm just
1: like, well, hell, it's uh, think, you know. I think that whole call, the, the whole, whole conversation happened because of that call that I got on
0: point? You remember? I think so. That's so, a, at least been a part of the conversation.
1: We had a I had a guy that called that was upset because his wife had cheated on him mm. with a stripper that was black, and like- he had a question of. <laughs> He asked me, and I was like, I don't know. He had a question of whether or not uh, white women have this fantasy of sleeping with black men. Um, he actually literally asked me that question. I was like, I don't know.
2: <laughs> i am not white? <laughs> who, is he, who is he asking you to speak for in that situation? <laughs> black men? White women? <laughs> <or> <laughs> I'm
1: neither one of those yeah. things. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Seems a very bizarre, yeah. Okay, but um, and was he only bothered by the fact that he's a black He was only bothered because it's a black stripper. If it was a white stripper, would it be fine? <laughs> <laughs> I have
1: been as upset if it had been a white stripper because it, he was that, and I think that's where I was going with the whole hyper uh, sexualization of black people. For him, he already had an issue in the bedroom, and she already wasn't. I, uh, this is the most uncomfortable conversation I've ever had with a stranger. Let me just say that <laughs> uh, it was very weird. But um, because he already had, I guess, some some issues of surrounding whatever he had going on down there, he felt like it was him being black meant that he was bigger than him. I don't know. It was a weird probably, conversation.
2: Probably, I mean, you know, that is a uh, well, a stereotype that is. It's one that. People, black guys, sort of um, equal as much as it's put upon us, it's kind of you know embraced just as much, I think, by black <laughs> men, right?
1: <laughs> there are stereotypes that people that are that people appreciate and like,
0: yeah, not all stereotypes yeah. of stereotypes. Well, like, see, that, people- <laughs> that makes it difficult for when you don't fall under the stereotype, like, imagine how. The Asian must that that's not good at math must feel in America when they used as a prop for being the model minority, you know. Or imagine how much the average the black man with the average meat must feel when he watches <laughs> porn, you know. Like America is <laughs> saying, Oh, y'all got big dicks, and he'd be like, well, I ain't got no big dick, man. <laughs> it's regular, but I ain't gonna say nothing about it,
2: <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, that's it. I think it's kind of, um, well, <laughs> as of um, several. Women have said on the scene is like you know one thing's you know um, one thing they one thing I found out is that yeah it's a load of shit (laughs) it's uh, you know um, everybody it doesn't really matter uh, what what sort of you know quote unquote race you come from. It, you know just a uh, luck of the draw you know <laughs> so, so, um, how well endowed you are so you know
1: one of those things because it just seems like it, life is so much harder when y'all have those <laughs> I'm glad to be
2: penis free like well like, I, don't know. To... I don't know about that I mean you ask most men uh, would you give it up and they're like oh, I don't know man Um <laughs> Yeah,
0: I don't think it's a surefire. I'll keep this for regular for regular (laughs) men. Like for porn stars, great if you get in that life if you get paid for having sex with women and them being deeply uncomfortable every time you have sex with them, great. But like regular women, I don't. I think you're gonna have more issues. You are gonna have more issues. Don't nobody want their insides rearranged? That's not sexy, (laughs) and it's not fun. Some women like it, so you gotta find that specific woman. But most women, nope, average meat is good enough. Indeed. Meat positivity. So when you <laughs> 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 so so my part of the dialogue or regarding the situation she had was that I think he's just kind of probing so that he can encourage his wife to get some black lovers in there because he wants to be he want to watch you know I think that's his thing but what something you said and this is how my brain works I'm sorry but something you said when you said there are parties specifically catering to that dynamic. I felt like it's just a bunch of white people up front, and it's like a slave auction, and it's just the black dudes on the stage, and they like, okay, you, come with us, you know, <laughs> I'm sorry, that's just how my head does it. I know that's irrational thinking, oh, but. Yeah, um, <laughs> that, yeah, well,
2: I, I can I imagine, you know, I can see why you've come to that conclusion,
3: <laughs> um,
2: it isn't, it, well, the I had been to a few, and it hasn't been that. <laughs> if it was that, I don't think I'd go back. Really. <laughs> but um, but um, no, it's been you know. Um, there are certainly. Um, it's also the type of guy as well, because sometimes this case, of, yeah, you know, it can't just be some of the parts I've been to. It's not just been just any black guy. It's just shown that you know some uh, some of them have been a case of. I felt quite. Um, unfit compared to some you know, they're all like chiseled, they're all, you know, <laughs> you know, Adonis bodies and there's the me with my dad bod. <laughs> you know. Um I'm like, but you know, it's um I was like, you know, it's, it's what's under the hood, you know, it's not <laughs> it's not yeah. necessarily not necessarily the chassis that, you know, that, that that counts. But um you know, and uh, I I've I've held my own in those sort of situations. You just have yeah. to try not to let um no try not to let it get to you. If anything, it's um one thing the, the positive things from the scene for me have been um my uh confidence in myself, my, my body confidence that is. It's to, to some degree has in, in, improved it because I was always quite a low low self esteem when it came to that. Um and that's that has helped. But not in necessarily in an arrogant way. I mean it'd be easy to let it uh get to you in that respect, but you know, my, my partner certainly Helps in keeping me grounded. Okay. <laughs> and, and, you know, she, she'll, 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 you know, she'll uh, tear me down a peg or two if I ever started to think too highly <laughs> of myself. <laughs> but, um,
1: Bringing but, back to
3: reality.
2: Yeah, yeah indeed, indeed. Okay. But, I mean, there has been situations where, you know, there's been, I mean, one of these parties are saying um, uh, that there was... I, I was... There's a woman that I've met at previous parties who's at the same parties. It's one of these interracial sort of themed parties with the sort of cuckold element in there as well. Um, And then, um, you know, but even with those parties, it's up to, it's not necessarily, the ones I've been to, it's been uh, a theme, but you don't necessarily have to stick to it in the sense of, you know, if the guys want, you know, if the white guys want to join in, they, they could join in. It just depends on if their partner wants that or not. Some guys love the fact that you know they can't their restriction is almost is to what they get the enjoyment of they're watching their partner you know having having it itch him, you know whatever way possible <laughs> yeah. uh, you know all sorts of you know things going on and they but they had not al- you know with one couple i've I met you know he wasn't allowed he wasn't allowed to do anything until until they got home so he had to stay the whole day or the whole party watching and catering to every need. Um uh and uh, she's like, Well, he can have me when I get home, when we get home. He's gonna have to watch. She had him on a lead. So he was like, you know, <laughs> well she's been Wow you know, two I think she had three guys at one time at one time. She's still holding on to this lead. <laughs> she's like, right, come and kiss me now, pulls his lead. <laughs> and um, you know he, yeah, he, and and you know he was um he's very obedient, but um, <laughs> it was uh yeah it's quite uh you know quite quite a situation to be. There, there's yeah, but there's this party that I was in where I was with this um woman that I met previously a few times before, and uh, but we hadn't actually done anything before, and we and then you know we we started to, um, and it was kind of like a free for all party, you know, because a lot some of the the, the one place I go to is like a, a house, uh, like a big um, house that is just sort of used as a as a um, as a place to hold events. So lots of different people who run swinging parties and um, other sort of things, uh, sexual things, I suppose. Like um, sometimes there's porn shoots there, sometimes there's um, uh, like not parties as such, but like um, I suppose paid for events, so like porn stars hold stuff mm-hmm. there and things like that. Um, so, yeah, so you know, so in this house, there's several bedrooms, there's a dungeon, there's a you know, and then there's a you know, there's a kitchen, and like with every party that has a kitchen. That's where most people congregate um, <laughs> even though, so, um, but yeah in this instance it was like kind of like you know one of those started at 9 30 everybody's at it you know so everybody's, <laughs> um, um, and we, there's a room that's got two big two or three big double beds all pushed together to make one massive you know super bed you know and um, so we sort of found a space on that, and there was loads of, you know, I don't sure how many people are on there, it was about eight or twelve or something, and um there's a couple that were there, and then, like, you know, I was with this girl, and then we were, like, having sex, and um, the the guy in the couple was like, I want you to fuck my wife, sort of thing, I was like, bit be busy at the moment, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe later, you know. It's just said it, right? It's just like you know. No, hi, how are you? No, oh, when are you done, day, do you mind? No, no, straight. In, I want to fuck. My, I want you to fuck my wife. Um, you know. I was like, um, yeah, yeah. Just, just in a bit, and then he was very insistent. I was like, oh, you know. I was like, dude, dude, busy. <laughs> <You know>? um, <laughs> and then yeah, just. I don't, I don't know, ran out of patience. And, uh, this is one time where I've been like, "Whoa, crossed the boundaries there, kind of, you know, literally reached in and pull, <laughs> pulled me out. Or <laughs> someone else. Oh, I was like, yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> and they were both like, what the hell just happened? I was like, dude, no. And I, I was just like, no. You know, it's, oh it's my not. God. You know. So it's one of those, it could have happened, but it isn't. We <laughs> We're just kind of like... Um, you messed up. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, totally. Because then after that, because like, no, no, like, go away, sort of thing. So he went, and then and just sort of went back to his wife. And then I was like, I and mean, then we just both looked. at was like, this just kind of killed it.
3: <laughs> We're gonna
2: go downstairs and have a drink instead. Oh <laughs> yeah, that was quite. Um, yeah, that was quite. Uh, that's probably one of the most out there um, situations I've I've had in those sort of things. And that's. Um, but then, like I say, with the, it certainly was. Um so there's there's all sorts of different dynamics within within um each couple, then in turn within parties there can be different people who sort of fit into the same category, but then they could have what? different attitudes to
1: How do you find parties? Like is it is there an app?
0: Like <laughs> so, along with that along with that question Mm-hmm. how like what so once you're in the lifestyle how do you even get into the parties and into the community and then how do you find them like can you just like how do you get connected
2: um for me um i just looked i just google searched it <laughs> now, I google search um swing insights and then i found um uh cycle fab swingers um i think there's a u.s branch of it as well so um that there is, is there's, there's, there's Pi uses the UK part, but then you can switch countries. And I think there's Canada, US, UK, um, and a couple other countries as well. Um, and yeah, I, I'll just uh, create a profile on that. A bit like Facebook in a sense. Create a profile on that, you know, what you, what you like, what you don't like. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, I gotta what, go look at this
1: website now and see what options are. Yeah. Is like it like a, a box you check off things that you like, or do you write in stuff?
2: Uh both. So you've got the check boxes of things that you like. Um hang on, I'll bring up the um I'll bring it up on my phone. So you forget. So there's a checkbox check boxes like, you know, you like um you know, uh, orgies, gangbangs, you like to be filmed, you like to, you know, all sorts of different things really. Um on my profile well, I'll see i see the categories from my profile if I can remember how to get to it. Um, you know, you just sort of describe yourself where you're from um even a town or part of your postcode so you kind of cuz then from that you could do sort of searches for local swingers in your a lot
1: area. <laughs> there's you know, a level of anonymity with it
2: then can be yes i mean people can be as uh um open or as close because i mean so obviously because of the uh, nature some people's jobs or where you know their life then they can be some people are very discreet
1: the sense like the high school principal that
2: probably wouldn't yeah that sort of thing because i mean (laughs) it's one thing yeah that's 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 the thing because one thing that i did seem to it's something that i've um i can't believe said it to me or if i just thought came up with myself i was just uh, one thing that brings people together or two things that bring people together is uh food and sex (laughs) (laughs) anything for all, all sorts of walks of life um uh C to be some, some parties you go to you could have, you could have you know builder next to a, uh, to a secretary next to a, a lawyer next to a, you know teacher uh, or whatever so you know it's kind of it's yeah people from all over really um, there's no sort of set demographic uh, or you know uh, earning capacity or whatever to to um, to sort of you know, as the group of people. Who are involved in it? And um, I think if you, if you I suppose if if someone did it, I'm sure, I'm sure there's been in-depth studies into swinging and swingers. But um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure there'll be similarities maybe between people, maybe their attitudes. Not, um, um, but then there's some people you know. There's some people I've uh, met who sort of cross you know. I suppose they tick all the boxes that you'd think they would. So you know abuse and various other things and then as a result they're sort of disassociative with um sex mm-hmm. um, but then there's people who are like nope and none of that had perfectly lovely upbringing lovely parents lovely thing i just like group sex so it's just you know so i it's, think you know, it's an kind
1: of important space. distinction to make as well one of the i i i read the 50 shades of gray i don't know how big that was over there the 50 shades oh, of gray books
2: it was the was big in the uk amongst the scene hate it hate it well and that
1: and i was just about to say one of the issues with that book and because it was an introduction to a lot of people to bdsm it makes it seem like all the people in bdsm are these very abused very like um injured people when there are people that choose that it's just a lifestyle that yeah, they choose yeah, absolutely,
2: yeah i think that was the frustration it was kind of one thing is that, you know, you're just saying, that, oh, well, these, mm-hmm. these are the type of people that are in it. You know, just these, you know, messed up individuals. Um, two, the dynamic between the two, I can't remember. I've not read the books properly. I've only read a couple of segments. And then I was like, what is, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> and then stopped. stops. But um, what's his name? Christian, is it? And uh, I forget the, the, the girl's name. But yeah, yeah. They, uh, well... For him, it was just kind of like you know, or the dynamic between the two of them. Some of it was crossing into it. Was, it read as though it was um, someone who wasn't involved in the scene who wrote it, which I think is yeah. the case. In fact, from what I've read about it, I think it was actually started off as a Twilight fan fiction. That it is that.
1: Twilight fan fiction. Yeah. <laughs> <Christian's> <laughs> supposed to be Edward and Anna is supposed to be um, Bella.
2: Ah, yeah, so yes. Yeah, so, yeah. um, so it's just kind of, it reads as though someone from the outside looking in, trying to write like they're from the, like they're on the inside of it, if you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, um, and I suppose the mainstream or the, the, the you know, the, the the population in large wouldn't necessarily realise that until they get involved in it. And if they use that as a gateway, I think a lot of people's concerns were that they'd either have completely the wrong idea of what it's all about um, or the wrong idea of how to do it healthfully. Mm -hmm. And may leave themselves open to people who would take advantage of that, uh, whereas they wouldn't necessarily if they, um, I don't know, went through, not the proper means, but if they fell into it through other other means other than uh, uh, a bit of a, well cheesy novel series but <laughs> uh but yeah that's um oh yeah i'm just trying to find oh yeah here we go i think i found the uh the uh the interests that you could tick off because basically on the profile, you could just write a little blurb about yourself and then you could also have uh, your interests which vary from you know your obvious stuff anal oral, that sort of thing um to you know more detailed stuff voyeurism separate room swapping so it's where you've got partners who meet somewhere but then they'll go off and do things separately and then reconvene afterwards and i think with people like with that like that the enjoyment is the retelling of the story maybe <laughs> uh, certainly, certainly for me and my partner sometimes i go to part a lot of with our dynamics sometimes i go to parties on my own uh, or we both go together um it's not necessarily um but my partner doesn't tend that not yet anyway go to parties on her own it's something that i'm i'm fine with She just like I, I i don't really feel the need to or want to, so, I don't know, you know.
0: Is it something you encourage for her to get out and go on her own, or do you feel better with the dynamic that you have now?
2: I'm actually completely indifferent to it. I'm quite happy okay. to, I just want her to do her, really, so, okay. uh, you know, um, uh, figuratively, you not know, literally, but, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> just wanna, you know, I just want her to be herself, and if she wants to do that, then, Do you, you
1: think know, it's a safety Uh, It's because, like, so being a woman um, Mm -hmm. on the outside of this, I would be terrified probably to go on my own just because I would feel, I wouldn't feel a level of safety if I didn't have somebody there with me.
2: Yeah, I can understand that. Um certainly if you're a first time person going, of course that sounds (laughs) that doesn't sound unreasonable to to feel that way. And plenty of women have. Um some of the women I know who go exclusively on their own. Um some of them have got partners who just not into the scene but like, well, you know, yeah, if it makes you happy you go ahead and knock yourself out, basically. Um and some people are just single and just not interested in dating, or oh, they 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 do, but they also do this. <coughs> they um they a couple of them have told me their stories as how they got into the, the sea, and they said, yeah, you know, same thing. First time, I just took the plunge, and I was absolutely shitting myself. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> but, then they were, but then they were, they said, like, I, I thought, you know what, I could, I'm an R of it forever, or I'm just going to do it. So I just did it, and then they were like, actually, right, they're still in in the sea, and they're like really enjoyed it people were friendly people were you know uh, um, people were um, respectful i think and um, i've heard the saying in documentaries in the u.s or u.s documentaries out about swinging i've not really heard any mention it in the uk but the same premise applies That uh basically yeah the women you have the pussy you make the rules <laughs> so so, so, yeah. it's, uh, so you know without uh women who are you know if you're going to make the women feel uncomfortable or if you're going to make women um, feel coerced or whatever then you, you know any guy who wants to be involved in anything like that is just going to be there you know holding the dicks basically <laughs> so you're going to have to you're going to have to respect you know even if you know if, if it's not your um I suppose default inclination because there are some guys who well incredibly unknowingly I suppose chauvinistic <laughs> I suppose lack of a better phrase um, that,
0: that yeah that, I, that. I've read in some I've read that like one yes women pretty much run the show at these parties and most of the men in these parties are so deeply respectful that men who be tripping will get like get checked by the men there oh, because yeah, no it's doubt. like you ain't finna yeah. ruin this shit for us motherfucker <laughs> Shut <laughs> the fuck up! <laughs> oh with that chauvinistic, misogynistic, rule, boundary-breaking shit. <laughs>
2: yeah, You're gonna yeah, fuck yeah. You up. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, one, I can think of a specific example of that. For me, I was at a, a friend's friend's uh, party that it was their birthday party that held at a um like a, a a club slash spa. Cause some of the places that I've been to, they're also sort of like le- not leisure spas, but like, you know, they'll have hot tubs, they'll have deep plunge pools, and they'll have, you know, playrooms as well, saunas, jacuzzis, that sort of thing. So it's sort of a mixture of all of it into into one thing. And she had a birthday party at one and there's this one guy who was there, he was really young though, so like um, you know, twenty, I think. About that. I say really young. He's a man, but he's a young man.
1: Um uh, that, that, that <laughs>
2: Yeah, but he's just like um, really, I suppose, naive in the sense of he came in with the attitude. I don't know if, I don't think he'd been to anything like that before. And he came in with the attitude that, you know, these women are here simply to serve us as men. And kind of like, you know, he said something. And then I think every other man around was like, what? No, what are you talking about? You've got to respect these women, man. What's wrong with you? You know? He's like, what? They're here for us, isn't it? And he's like, no, they're not. They're here for them, first and foremost. So you got to respect that. <laughs> Or you're going nowhere (laughs) son so yeah you know um, and he's oh okay you know sort of I think he took it on board I think it was just kind of like I say naivety uh, on his part Um, but um, yeah I mean you you do unfortunately I think it's just (laughs) the nature of who you know how society is more than indicative of the scene um, yeah. that you know, yeah. you, get, you get some guys who are like that, unfortunately. But then, like, like you say, um, there's plenty of people who, um, to, to you know, keep them in check if it if that sort of actually does rear its head. There, you know, for every one guy I know, there'll be six around going, No, 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 <laughs> what <are> you doing? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, it's like, so once you get in the room, you good, once you get in the building, you're good. I guess you probably have more of a risk outside of getting robbed or something happening but once you get in there you're okay um so we we just to not keep you any any longer than we have to is like you answered nearly every question we had on the list it was like 25 questions and now it's whittled down to like eight um so the leroy ketchum from uh nerd plate podcast has asked uh a couple of questions he said the first one is do you bring your medical information along with tearaway pants and such <laughs> so <laughs> so i guess like i guess we're going into like what what's the how comfortable is everybody like do you supposed to have your medical information? like how do you know that you're not transferring stds what is the oh, right, okay. you know protection what what's the rules around that um
2: well generally um at least in the parties that i've been to you know Safe sex is a must. It's kind of like, you know, it's not even asked, really. Otherwise, there are, and I have seen parties or people who have said, you know, they're fine with sort of, well, what I suppose they turn we term it here bareback. I don't know if it's the same,
3: yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah.
2: so yeah, so you know, and for me, that's again, that's on my, my my no list anyway. So I have had people go, well, if you want to do me bareback, I was like, no, no, no nope doesn't happen um generally though i find that people are very open about their um you know their their test regime you know people will talk about oh you know i go to this clinic cuz they're very good at you know um they get results quickly they're very you know you could talk to the staff and they're very you know friendly uh, and you know take it in their stride if you say well i'm a swinger they don't totally freak out about it was you know i've been somewhere they're like what's that and you're like, okay <laughs> I, won't, I won't say any more about this um you know but um you know i mean i suppose with us the it's it's quite i mean for me it's, i tend i have a regular test regime every every night to 90 days, two months really it's something, something i do um, it helps that I could do it on the NHS and I don't have to pay for it. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's, um, you know, so, yeah, it's uh, it's, um, it's something that is uh, most, uh, I would imagine most people do. I can only speak for myself, really. Yeah. Uh, I've, um, what I've encountered. And people tend to be generally quite open about it. Um, I've heard at one point there was a little thing before I joined the scene, where there was a bit of a outbreak of, um, I think it's gonorrhea. I think, yeah, I'm going to say gonorrhea. Um, but then it was kind of qu- quickly curtailed because people coordinated and got everybody who was involved sort of, you know, if you haven't been okay. tested, test now, y- yeah. you know and go to your doctor go to your clinic and go to you know and say i've been with somebody who's got you know because they, they, the system here is um you get you get tested you get your results if anything is positive you you, you could either pass contact information on to the um clinics that have given you the test so they could contact them anonymous anonymously on your behalf um or you could do it yourself and give a reference number to say, you know, give them this reference number to then, so then they'll know who you've been paired up with. Um, mm. You know, there's also, I suppose the now we've got these. Um, I'm not sure if things are going to sort of change again because you're getting the vaccines now. Like there's the HPV vaccine now, so that's uh, that's it was. Initially, well, it's been given as a child vaccine, you know, like um, you know, like uh, the measles, mumps, rubella, and that sort of thing. Um, yeah. That I think it's been a few years now, and Australia are the ones who sort of um, spearheaded that. But now they're starting to give that as an option in um in um STI clinics as well, or testing clinics, uh, as as something if you um, to to um, give you as well. Uh, there's other ones for hepatitis B I think there's a vaccine for that, and various other things the uh, prep medication you know, the anti HIV medication so I think if you, take, you you could take it beforehand, and if you do come into contact with someone with HIV, then um, you, you won't get if, if taken correctly you won't get uh it reduces the chance of transmission to zero or you know as close to zero as it can be yeah Uh, um and then there's also if you are HIV positive there's medication to take you could take so you don't transfer um to someone who isn't so um i mean i've seen not is not um Exclusive to the swinger scene, but I've seen when I was um, I go to a clinic in Soho in London, uh, which is very good, and they have a lot. of, And Soho is known for its um, gay scene as well, so kind of like the gay, the gay capital of uh, London, lots oh, okay. of gay bars and stuff like that. So, um, but so as a result, they have a lot of the uh, a lot of um, sexual health literature there for for gay people and campaigns and yeah they've just come out with a campaign about the uh you know uh zero chance of transmission if you take the correct medication um uh, you um you won't transmit uh HRV to to someone who doesn't um, also with the other especially in combination with someone who's taken the preventative measure as well there's also i think it's recently for the first time there or for for the first time for extended period, there's been lower transmission rates between gay people of HIV to heterosexual couples now. So sort of that's on the decline and there's a big push now to bring it down to zero. Um, so that's that's um, been good as well. But as far as sort of like the testing uh, regime, it's kind of people cannot, people have asked and people do ask for it. And I don't think, you know, I think... The telltale sign is if someone's offended if you ask, uh, can I see your last test results? Because a lot of the time you get tested and they'll send you either a text message or an email or both.
1: Mm-hmm. And you can
2: I request cert- certification as well. Oh. Especially, if, uh, you know, like um, I know the, a lot of porn stars do it. They'll get tested and they'll ask for a certification uh, to, to show that they haven't. Because so, they have the similar um, testing regime as they do in the U.S., Um, I know in the porn scene over there, there's a some there's like a fixed sort of testing schedule, and it's testing before shoot, 24 hours before shoot, and afterwards as well, Mm -hmm. and yeah, and fixed periods. Um, Yeah, so it's a similar thing to there. So if someone gets freaked out over you asking for that, then I'd say that's a telltale sign to stay away. Um, Really, you know, they may you know either they're too up. I don't even sort of uptight's the word, but if, you, if you're if getting a bit delicate about that, then you shouldn't really be involved. In yeah. Story. you got to be open about that sort of thing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, uh, so, we got like seven more questions. I want to see if we can crank these out in the next five or six minutes. Yeah, most, sure. Yeah, yeah. Most <laughs> of them are just personal, so you can choose to answer them or not, you know, or you could just give a little quick uh, yeah, recap sure. of your I'll, experience.
2: I'll, I'll try and answer them as... Uh, as funny
0: as I can, yeah. Okay, now this is the last general one. Um mm-hmm. and both uh Shogun from the Government Name podcast and Leroy Ketchum asked this question. Is there a code where you could pick each other out of the crowd or any sign of clues that or lingo that confirms a lifestyle? Like, you know, you you walk up to a couple you like and say, I prefer Batman without his mask, <laughs> and then you know they, they'd be like, "Oh, okay, yeah," or they'd be like, "Oh, what the fuck are you talking about?" You're like, "Okay, all oh, right."
2: <laughs> uh, like, all sides are more like, you know. no, it's, um, not that I'm aware of. There's no sort of like Masonic, um, <laughs> you know, little hand strokes. One thing I have seen that could be a telltale sign. Um, it does play on the whole interracial cockholding thing. Um, if someone has some sort of either jewellery or tattoo and it is uh, Ace of Spades. It's a saying, you know, it's, uh, you know, and it, and especially if it's a lady, you know, because of the you know term, kind of a racially charged term when you think about it, Queen of Spades. Oh, <laughs> um, man. Yeah, so it's kind of, you know, it's, it's playing <laughs> on that, really. Um, okay. So, yeah, so sometimes maybe that. But um,
1: yes. I've that's the same way over here. Now I'm interested to see if that I'm, I'm telling you, if I see a
0: white woman with an ace of spades anything, I'm gonna be like, ah, oh, I don't know if it's real <laughs> or not, but you. I believe
2: it. I see
0: you. Yeah. <laughs> we might need to research that before
1: you end up going to jail and <laughs> make
2: sure I it's the same here. I ain't
0: gonna bring it up, but I'm gonna be like, I know who be fucking you yeah,
2: maybe not necessarily I spades, like. but the actual, you know, the the, the, the spade symbol. The spade symbol, yeah. okay. Yeah. Or oh, yeah, or Q- Q-O-S as well. So you know, Queen of Spades. But um, other than that, no, I don't think there's any sort of explicit, like you know, little uh, symbol or anything. You know, um, I mean, with not that, you, not that you'd get in any other sort of secret club. You know, with, 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 with <laughs> yeah. so you got you know your little secret handshakes and things like that. But yeah. other than that. Uh, no, I don't. Not that I'm aware of. Uh, maybe not. I'm not. I'm not as deep in the club as I as I think I am, and I'm not aware of any <laughs> any okay. rituals or things. But no, All not right. that I'm aware of.
0: All right, last four questions. Do you have a strangest request that you ever had that you either did not oblige or did oblige? Like, what's been the strangest request you can? Uh,
2: strangest request that I had was at the same party that. I had that man pull me out of someone else. Um, (laughs) um, There was another guy there who... He was a single white guy. And he said... And he was there on his own. And he was just like, I just love interracial sex. I just love watching it. Uh, Just, you know. And then he was like, you know, can I have the condom when you're finished? Oh, God! (laughs) Um, Oh um, Yeah, yeah. I was like, um... Okay. <laughs> I mean, that was one of those can't look him in the eye afterwards. <laughs> I, like, I didn't look at him, just turned away, just like, here you go. <laughs> um, you know, uh, I was like, well, if, yeah, do, do what you will. <laughs> I just, I'd make sure I'm not
0: there. So you just took it off and just dropped it in his hand
2: and he was good with yeah, that? Kind of, yeah, pretty much. Um, you know, it's just, I don't know why, even. Because, um, yeah, <laughs> totally not my thing. But I suppose it's like the, the British politeness in me. Well, I felt compelled like, to... <laughs> I don't want to make this... I don't want to offend this, man.
0: <laughs> well, it doesn't hurt me,
2: I guess. Yeah, <laughs> so... But, yeah, um, other than that, no, I, I, I don't recall anything too strange.
0: Oh, that
2: was... That wins. That wins. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, I don't think there's anything else that could top that, no. no. Okay. Uh, oh, actually, well, i say... Yes. Now, nothing that strange, but I suppose um, there was a uh, a woman who it was kind of oh, it's very weird. Yeah, it was kind of strange. in The same way. again, same party. It was just one of the, <laughs> it was the the strangest part. I don't think I've had one as crazy as that. That was a full moon party. <laughs> that moon was a, yeah, yeah, and um, she was just like um, you know, oh god, it oh it was very I had to pull off some acrobatics really, because she was like do me doggy style but put your, put your foot on my face so I had to sort of have like, <laughs> on all fours um, and then like Behind her, but putting my, you know, foot on, yeah, foot on the face, I had to sort of like balance on, pivot on one leg, turn, and <laughs> it was know, quite, that's maybe, that's... maybe, maybe, and that one I was kind of, I didn't really want to do, because I have a, I don't, I don't like my feet, <laughs> so I was just like, you know, um, I was like, oh, okay, but you know, you know, uh, it's, uh, uh, that, you know, I was like, I'll do it, since it's you, and, you know, and she's very, um, very hot. She's a porn star, so I was, you know. But she, she was there in a private capacity. But she was, you know, so I was, I was quite quite flattered that she asked me. To <laughs> so but,
0: uh, I I'm, I know for a fact that I've seen that done at precisely seven times in porn. So yes. I've seen that before, so it, it was not a surprise to me. But I was like, I mean, I ain't limber enough to do that shit. But
2: I've seen yeah. it. Uh, it was uh it was uh, You know, do you know the guy exactly seven. Yes. You know the guy Rocco Rocco hair. Uh, yes, he do that know. all the time. Yeah, yeah, it was a Rocco special basically. I was I was just oh, basically okay. like, I cannot fight Rocco, and um, <laughs> I, it was I mean because she started to get a little bit more, shoes, oh "I'll slap my face," blah blah blah. So I, um, you know, going full Rocco, and um, and <laughs> then her boyfriend walks oh in. God, and, God. Um, no if you look, you should look him up if he's got a, there's a Netflix documentary. you don't have to look him up as in what he, his works, but. There's a Netflix documentary about him, uh, which apparently is quite good. I haven't watched it, but um, I I hear it's quite good. Well, it's helpful helpful for me
0: to know that when I see Rocco doing what he do, at least there are people who are are requesting it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, well, all the people I know who are, like, really into his stuff are women, actually. (laughs) But um, but, yeah, so doing that, and then, you know, um, her boyfriend walks in, and <laughs> and then he walked in as I slapped her face, and um, he's like, "Don't slap her face." And if you see this guy, I'll f- if I can find a picture of him, I'll send it to you, uh, a decent one. Um, he was huge. He was huge, <laughs> and I almost, you know, it was one of those moments. Where like I- I- I'm sure my penis almost retracted into my own self <laughs> I, was, I was like am I going to die now <laughs> um, that was uh, probably you know uh, but then she's like no no it's okay I asked I was like oh. <laughs> I, was
0: I like, know part of it made me feel like the allure that she was looking for was I hope my boyfriend walks in in this moment oh yeah that'll be beautiful
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah So um, you know, that's, okay. uh, those are probably the strangest things that have been requested okay uh, do you have a sexual experience that you regret um, only in the sense of um, probably like you know well that wasn't as fun as I thought it would be <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> uh, you know and uh, you know sort of you think oh this is going to be good and then it just turns out you know say you re- you know chemistry wise you really click and then when it comes to actually sex it just doesn't just doesn't work yeah. so you're just like yeah, it's kind of feeling a bit awkward and clunky and yeah it just doesn't just doesn't yeah. it's just working um yes so yes i have had situations like that um oh. where I've, I've had to fake it to make it <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay because
2: uh, so on the flip uh, side yeah. oh, it. <laughs> fake uh, yeah. it
0: damn, make
2: it yeah
0: on the flip side have you had a best sexual experience are they all muddled in oh shit I, that was a good ass time or do you have like specific good experiences um, I
2: wouldn't say best as such, um, but certainly, you know, top five, top ten, sort of, you know, good experiences. Uh, like, where you'd be
0: like, oh, I remember this party, woo, boy, that was a party. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Well, that one that I've been telling you about, where all this crazy shit happened. There's <laughs> 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 um, others as well. So, yeah, it's kind of, you know, they, yeah, plenty of, I mean, do you want details or or, or uh, yes? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, make, t- what
0: makes, what made one of your tops a top? Like, how did that...
2: Um, not just the sex, funnily enough. Sometimes it's the chemistry between the people that are involved. So, um, I mean, there's one time, I suppose it is, lack of a better phrase, perfect orgy, I suppose, there's three couples, me and another guy, and we all just clicked very well, and it, it was just a really, really good time, you know, um, everybody everybody was uh exhausted afterwards but in a good way <laughs> and okay. everybody and everybody had a yeah everybody had a good time and every, everybody just got on really well everybody just, just rubbed along <laughs> like, um, no pun intended in the, in, the, <laughs> in the right way um and yeah it's just one of those sort of situations where it just it all just fell into place very very well and you know left feeling that was brilliant sort of thing i mean that being said you know like um like you said at the start of the, uh, uh, our conversation about the compartmentalization, I suppose, or, like, you know, sort of, uh, it sounds like a transaction. It is, I suppose, in a way, because, like, I-, I talk about all these situations, but then, like, say, sex with my partner and just my partner is worlds apart and very different in my eyes mm-hmm. and in my mind than it is this. Yeah. This is, sort of, for me, is the same as doing anything else that I enjoy. Whereas yeah. my partner brings has a whole level a whole level of, you know, intimacy, intimacy and uh emotional involvement I suppose. know. Okay. So, you know, so if I'm gonna say my best it would be with my partner, but with like, you oh. know, as far as the swinging So is yeah, there's, you know uh yeah, certainly there's some situations out there. And sometimes it's just certain people. Um one thing I've sort of discovered not necessarily about myself, but just with other people so there are certain, definitely different connections you could have with different people um, with, uh, and sometimes it, it takes you by surprise This is just to who really there's no particular type you could have two people who look and act exactly the same but have two very very different experiences with them uh, um, so it's, uh, it's certainly something that's um, um, been interested along this journey
0: really okay. last question uh is there a sexual experience that you think everybody should have um uh that you could tell us that you think everybody should have to do this thing or have this thing or experience this thing
2: oh god um (laughs) this is that's actually the hardest question actually had all (laughs) night um god well, I say for for the guys, at least I can only speak for the guys, really. Um, rim job, <laughs> rim jobs are pretty good. <laughs> I never had one until I was in the scene. Um, Red don't know what
0: that is. Red don't know, don't what, know it what that is. It sounds like something that I don't need to know. <laughs> playing play the playing a rusty trombone.
2: Yeah, have you um, <laughs> yeah, have you seen uh, Chris, have you seen uh, Chris Rock standups? At all, uh, I have some of them. Remember the tossed salad, man. Oh no! <laughs> it's just without. It's just without. Without the sauce. Without the uh, syrup. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Ain't no wrong with
0: having your groceries ate, man. Just remember that. <laughs>
3: Yes, indeed. <laughs> That's uh, that's something.
2: I mean, it's, it's, it's good for it, you know. I suppose I can speak for both men and women because I know women who've had it done love it as well. So it's um, receiving, not necessarily you know, up to who wants to give it could give it, you know. Um, but um, receiving for me, it was always you know, always was like no, 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 because I was very self-conscious because of where it is, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> but um, the first time. I mean, it may have helped that I had a pro (laughs) doing it with another porn star (laughs) that was in the scene um, who um, who did it. I was like, this is fucking awesome. (laughs) This is awesome. Um, So, you know, sparingly, I do, you know, have it done, but it's, you know, that's something I'd recommend uh, to at least try to see, you know, yeah,
1: see- you fucked me over so bad because now we're gonna talk about this all the time because you said so. <laughs> so thank you so much.
2: <laughs> um, but otherwise I'd say on a parting note I suppose um just expect you know don't feel um don't feel like you can't experiment. Um and you know uh you know there's something for everybody out there i mean you know as you know we're on the internet rule 34 anything you can think of there's someone else someone who's into it and there's probably someone else who is as well <laughs> so <laughs> you know it's um so yeah i think it's just a case of uh finding like-minded people and uh and rolling with it if you want if that's your thing um but just uh i suppose listen to yourself would be the would be the advice i give to people with whatever okay. you fancy. um there's no one thing I'd recommend other than rib jobs. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, awesome. uh, yeah, that's it, really.
0: Okay. Um, well, me and you are on the same page on that, my good sir. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but that being said, look, we appreciate your time. I know it's, it's going to be about 30 minutes, but, you no,
2: know. It's, no worries. it's been enjoyable.
0: Yeah, I, I really appreciate your openness, your candidness, and being willing to entertain our questions. And hopefully this give the people insight to something that, like, one, you don't know who is in this lifestyle. And when they're in this lifestyle, you can't just put down a list of 20 questions. So I really appreciate your knowledge and your experience contributing to this dialogue.
2: No problem at all. No problem at all. I mean, you know, like I said before... What I've said has been well, it's just my experience of it. Some people may have very different ones. Um, I'm sure if they hear on here, then uh, uh, you you wouldn't be too you wouldn't mind them piping up and go ah no oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Or I had a completely different experience. Rim jobs are awful, but <laughs> you know uh, you know it's um, totally uh, yeah it, you know it's been totally my experience of it, and um, I've had lots of fun and. Um, if it if it helps tip someone into someone from playing up, you know, thinking, oh, I've been thinking about it for a while to doing it, then um, great, you know So yeah. I think it's well, going to destigmatize
1: you. it for a lot of people too, because there's, you know I feel like there's kind of a certain way people look at that lifestyle any alternative lifestyle that isn't what is in the mainstream so I think this gives like a, a better look into what the lifestyle actually looks like, and that it isn't always just a big group of people having an
2: orgy. <laughs> oh, no, not always. It is sometimes though. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, now, it's just like I say, people from all walks of life. Um, you, you, you wouldn't, you'd be surprised, I suppose, if you go, if you were to go to an event like a big event, you'd be surprised at the cross section of society that finds its way through the doors. So, you know, it's just a case of. Um, you have to try and stop yourself sometimes. Okay? I wonder who in this room, or <laughs> I wonder who on this <laughs> train is. <laughs> but, you know,
0: so- I'm sorry if you can entertain for two more minutes. Yeah, uh, we had somebody just drop in a couple of questions that I want to ask you. Course, Colin. Who? Oh, Colin. Colin's one of our listeners. He. Oh, is he? He's, um, meat Yes, man. Yes, he's yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's Colin. So, yeah. he said, have you participated in a mass
2: breeding event? Uh, a mass breeding event? Is, uh, yeah. No, no. That contravenes my uh, no bareback rule. For okay, okay, um, okay. But, um...
1: Wait, okay, so, I feel like... I, what the fuck is that? Does that? Is it what it sounds like?
2: It is exactly what it sounds like.
0: Oh, okay. Uh,
2: yeah, um... <laughs> No, I haven't done anything like that.
0: No. Okay, so that breaks the rule—the rule of no bareback. So that wouldn't be your flavor, anyway.
2: No, no. Um, and it wouldn't. I, I don't know. Even if I didn't have that, I'm not sure if it would be anyway. <laughs> oh yeah, it's so many more implications than just having a particular Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It could come to bite you 18 years later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Last question, and I guess we'll wrap it up on this. <laughs> How do you handle knowing that your meat is going to be marinating in another man's barbecue sauce? <laughs> uh, Colin, uh, really? <laughs> I guess, I guess, going along with the no bareback rule, I guess it won't be direct uh juice on meat contact.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, but while we're on the subjects, I suppose, because I thought this might come up, um, friendly fire it has happened, it hasn't <laughs> happened to me. <laughs> and I haven't been the fiery or the firer, so I haven't been, uh, yeah, but um, I have witnessed friendly fire incidents in the past. Um, normally, um, they're laughed off or <laughs> anything else. But um, as far as uh, meat marinating in someone else's barbecue sauce, I don't know, it's just kind of, you know, um, depends on the, the moment, I suppose. But um, like you say, because of the no bareback thing, it's not really a, it's not a direct meat on sauce thing. <laughs> you avoided uh,
0: all the toxic juices because
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> you're strapped up.
2: Indeed. <laughs> indeed. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I haven't really given that much thought. It just kind of goes with the territory, you know, in some respects, because obviously, you know, if you're in that situation, there's going to be some fluid to, fluid to transfer of some sort. Maybe, you know, not necessarily guy on girl, but, yeah. It's uh, you know. And and certainly if uh, you know, um there's multiple guys involved and then there's also I don't know, facials or whatever going on at the same time, then yeah. yes, there's gonna be potentially uh, you know, someone else's barbecue sauce on your know, meat. <laughs> <laughs> um as far as direct meat on meats as well, I suppose we've never been broached that and if Colin's uh gonna be hearing this, I'm sure he'd wanna know. Um there's something, you know, some people, I suppose it goes into the unusual things that people are asked, and it's been more a case of, not, it's, it's really acrobatic. So some people ask for like, a double vaginal, for example, or double anal, or, you know, haven't done, I've tried double vaginal once, and it was doable, but it was, you know, difficult um because it's just logistically just like i don't know how they don't know (laughs) you respect for porn stars man especially when they're like doing you know airtight dps or whatever it's just like oh you know how they how how you know you gotta have a high level of fitness for one your core strength's gotta be good (laughs) and (laughs) and uh, you know know, because you gotta because sometimes especially if it's like you know several when you get into you know the crazy as i'm sure you you know people have seen them porn with uh, some of the crazy scenarios they think up of in videos where there's you know double or triple penetration and you know they obviously see the close-up what you don't see is where the guys have to sort of <laughs> position themselves uh, one's literally on top of the other one uh, you know the other one's coming in from behind them but through not through them but you know between the, you know that sort of thing, um, yeah, that's that's that shit's difficult. <laughs> um, how do you uh, live uh, appreciation for it again, man? I
0: really, really appreciate you and, and your dialogue. This was a great conversation, man, and, yeah. and you helped me out know, in the term of the uh knowledge in this area.
2: Oh, well, thank you, thank you, uh, it's an absolute pleasure. Um,
1: anything else, Ray? Um. No, it was nice meeting you. I don't know if when Michael first said something, I don't know if I had like an image in my head of like what you would look like or what you would be like. I'm not really sure, so I can't. I was trying to, as I was sitting here trying to figure out, like if I did, I don't know if I
0: did. Right now. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, thanks again, man, and and uh, we'll let okay. you have the rest of your night.
2: <laughs> I, I'm just gonna well. I've just got a few bits pieces to do at work, so it's <laughs> nice. Back to back to the grind, as I say. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right then, sir. So thank you very much. All right. Thank uh, you. Take it easy. All right,
0: well bye. 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 Again, appreciate you, Leon, for uh participating in the conversation. Um anybody who wants to ask any follow up questions, then we'll ask Leon and we'll just, you know, we won't have another video, but we'll, you know, get those answers from him and see if he want to, you know, write in some responses from everything he said. Yeah. Um. Well, I think we did a good job answering all the questions that everybody had. The only question I don't think we asked was, how do you get into it? You know, directly. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, yeah. I don't
1: think so. But um, everything else we pretty much answered. And- yeah. Listen, and y'all know that I'm 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 not gonna say squeamish, but it's weird. These conversations are weird. This was not a weird conversation to me. So if it, you know, it was tastefully done, except for the ending. The ending, I was like, you niggas, really?
0: Hey, didn't know what he was gonna say. But...
1: <laughs> Everything else though was good. The ending, I was like, niggas, all right.
0: And at this point, y'all know what the ending is, but yes. don't um don't surprise you guy with that. <laughs> don't surprise. Them. You need to start off as a really simple conversation, and that's where you go from there, okay? Just letting you know. This is a really quick way to get domestic violence activated in your (laughs) relationship. We got a society in which when you get too close to that area, you know, (laughs) men get a little—they got to defend their sexuality. (laughs) So this ain't no surprise stuff, ladies, and if you listen to that part of the show— and you're thinking about doing something like that, then take heed to this warning. <laughs> or you're gonna get Donkey Kong punched in the top of your head. And that's not good for anybody.
1: It is not. <laughs> if y'all have questions you would like to press the answer, Gmail account is conversationcartists at gmail dot com. Or you can find us on Facebook,
0: Conversation Car Con Artists, and get at us that way.
1: We will answer whatever questions you have.
0: This is episode one ninety nine.
1: Really? Wow. What
0: What do we do for two hundred? We got to do something. What do y'all think we should do for two hundred?
1: We need to do something. What should we do for two hundred, man? I can't believe it's been two hundred fucking episodes. That's insane. Yeah. Oh my god. That's a lot of episodes. It is. (laughs) It is a lot of episodes. Fucking amazing. It is very amazing. But I I told you, you hold me accountable. Had I been doing this on my own, this shit would have (laughs) been.
0: Bro, if this shit was the weight room instead of a podcast, we'd be fucking ripped. Goddamn. (laughs) We'll be tight. That's the best word I can use. We'll be so tight. <laughs> if this will do a weight rule instead of talking. But talking is so much easier than it's all that shit. So much. I actually been going to the gym. I and have my not. fucking arms are pressed. I have not. <laughs> i like, I can't do this shit forever.
1: Um so papa's chicken. Okay. <laughs> so let me just say that if we got together and and decided to do something we could do something major because when we get something in like (laughs) within this community (laughs) that that everybody's like with we go full speed ahead okay so somehow somebody i don't know if it was through popeye's like really good marketing through them I don't know if this started out as like somebody a viral message. I don't know how this happened, but Popeyes came out with a chicken sandwich, which is surprising because it's Popeyes. Did they not have a chicken sandwich before this?
0: No, Popeyes did- had a chicken po' boy. Okay. Uh, and chick which was just cut up chicken tenders, but they chicken tenders are fire. Okay. They ain't better than well, they are better than Jack's now. <laughs> Jack's new tenders are garbage, but they were they're good.
1: Um, so they came out with this sandwich, and the the thing that was going around is that it's it's like better than Chick Fil A. Now, if, if you, I don't Chick Fil A is pretty much nationwide, isn't it? Yes. You, I don't know how you could have not. Chick Fil A's chicken has a very distinctive taste.
0: I think that it's a, a way a lot of people haven't had a Chick Fil A. Really? Yes, because Chick-fil-A, ain't no Chick-fil-A's in no hood area. Oh, true. So if you're not somebody true. that's cultured enough to go to the yeah. affluent areas in, in your surroundings or the mall and just choose to go to Chick-fil-A, then yeah. you, it's probably a lot of people from more poverty-stricken areas that have not been to Chick-fil-A.
1: If you have not been to Chick-fil-A, you need to go. Their chicken, is has, a, again, it's a distinctive taste to Chick-fil-A's chicken I mean, I'm not, I, I always get nuggets when I go, to be honest. But, I mean, the sandwiches are good. It's the same chicken. They do they do the chicken, the chicken the same way. So it's flavored the same way. I usually just get nuggets. But apparently, somehow the word got out that this Popeye's chicken sandwich was better than Chick-fil-A's. It was lines wrapped around the building. Still. Still wrapped around the building. Like, Popeye's has made so much fucking money off of this chicken sandwich. One chicken sandwich <laughs> all because people were saying it was better than chick-fil-a now i haven't eaten it but you have you got one
0: uh mine was not a good example <laughs> it was good and i could see what they trying to accomplish but it was overcooked and mm. i think they had run out of pickles so i didn't get it exactly the way it should have been mm-hmm. uh, i will tell you that if you're going to try that chicken sandwich there is absolutely no reason to buy the original it just needs to be spicy buy the spicy one Um, they were running out of buns and shit
1: like it has been bananas at Popeye's
0: I think as this debate has come up it has forced me to critically assess what I value in a chicken sandwich (laughs) okay and I don't think Chick-fil-A really got the best chicken sandwich to the point that it's supposed to stand out that far from all of the other ones. I think that Chick-fil-A's consistent customer service is why we value Chick-fil-A more than anything. And the I think fries, we and respect fish. Chick-fil-A.
1: <laughs> we do. That's
0: what I think it is. <laughs> I think we respect Chick-fil-A so much we ain't willing to talk shit about their chicken sandwich. Because they biscuit will take all your fucking spit away. They chicken biscuit take mm-hmm. all your spit away they biscuits ain't good to me you I don't know? Ever
1: get those I, you know what here's, I have the app I don't know if you have the Chick-fil-A app if anybody that has a Chick-fil-A app sometimes they'll send out these just because and it's like a free chicken sandwich or a free chicken mini when this Popeye shit happened they sent me two just because I got a chicken sandwich and a chicken minis I gotta try the chicken mini I've never had their breakfast
0: I don't, I'm, the chicken minis is what you should buy for breakfast instead of a chicken biscuit. Okay. But I think we respect Chick-fil-A so much that we don't talk shit about it. And we don't, I mean, it's fast food, but like we separate it out because the customer service is just great.
1: They are the most, it's just, again, if you've never been in a Chick-fil-A, I have yet to go in one and have like a McDonald's experience. Like the other morning I went to McDonald's And they have two for two. I got a um, the sausage McGriddle, which I love. Those I didn't. I just discovered those. I'd never eaten them before, but they it's like pancakes. You ain't never with syrup. Ate a
0: McGriddle. No, but here go. you recently, just discovered a McGriddle. Yeah, they're delicious. And when I used to work at McDonald's, the best fucking thing ever was a McGriddle that just came out the goddamn <sighs> oven, boy. They're so
1: good. What because is
0: it? Because they bake them.
1: What what is this? Is the syrup in the little?
0: Yeah, they like they like little frozen uh, little frozen uh, beads in it, Mm -hmm. and then when you cook cook them in the oven, they (sighs) just melt inside the thing, and then and then it starts soaking up in the in the uh, McGriddle the bread. (sighs) It's good shit. They're
1: so delicious. I've been getting them a lot, which is again, I probably do need to go to the gym as many as I've eating.
0: Let me continue to stress that. (laughs) When they first come out of the oven, they still be crisp around the outside. Versus when you p- put them on the meat and in a wrapper, mm-hmm. it steam itself kind of on the inside. Mm-hmm. So it's it like softened up like bread, bread. Mm-hmm. But we used, them hoes used to come out of the oven, used to just pop two of them things in my mouth and be good. Oh, they're, they're so but great. they're good. But anyway.
1: Two for two. So I get up. They was obviously having some kind of something going on in, in the back or with the manager. Something. I don't know. I get up there and i paid for it, and i get when they gave me my bag it was only one in there now again they're 2 for 2 and one of them is the same price as getting two of them with this little um sale they got going on so i look in the bag i was like oh it's only one in here <laughs> and the girl who took my order was like but you know what uh, i I, t- I and i know i put in two like i'm like whoa it's cool just put one more in the bag <laughs> I don't care. So, like, it started this whole thing between the women. I'm sitting out here like, I just need my fucking McGriddle so I can, I got to go to work. I don't have time for this. Those kind of experiences don't happen at Chick-fil-A. They could be having all kind of disgruntled shit going on in Chick-fil-A. You will never fucking know it. They are pleasant. <laughs> they are nice. It. I've never had a bad experience in a Chick-fil-A.
0: Chick-fil-A messed up my food once. Really? It was better than what I ordered. (laughs) I have never had the grilled chicken there. They mixed up. I always get a number two spicy chicken sandwich deluxe combo with pepper jack cheese. Mm -hmm. I just like the spice on it. It's pretty good. Mm -hmm. And they gave me a chicken club, grilled chicken club. Mm -hmm. And that thing was good. I was like, fuck. My food up with better food. It's healthier. It tastes better for the moment. Damn, that's not how you get your food messed up at McDonald's. At McDonald's, not. if you don't ask for onions, you got extra onions. Didn't was was it McDonald's? Yes, you <laughs> I was trying to. I think we played that recording on the podcast. I had I heard somebody get fired on the intercom at McDonald's before I ordered it. If y'all remember that conversation. <laughs> Like, you don't have
1: that shit happen at Chick Fil A. That shit don't happen.
0: You don't. <laughs> but also, you know, Chick Fil A has like eight people working at the front all the time.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: They, now
1: the drive-through has people outside.
0: And that's the thing. If you ever see Chick-fil-A with a super long drive through line, still get in it. It's only going to take five minutes.
1: Because they got people that's outside with like little scanner, like doing the tickets and shit. Like it's actually people in the drive through standing
0: outside. Yeah, they have people coming up to all the car windows asking what your order is until they pull around. Like they got a whole ass system. So that goes into the idea that I think we respect Chick-fil-A. Uh, i don't think we've put ourselves in a position to assess you know the food because we respect the shit out of how they get us our food we don't have nothing bad to say about them mm-hmm. like if your friend always come through for you and they're good and they always give you good advice why would you ever talk shit about them somehow <laughs> why you wouldn't <laughs> they would. got flaws they're not perfect but you ain't gonna tell nobody that's my nigga over there. He got some fucked up shit going on about him, he's good people. No, you don't do that. Nope. You just say, this my my nigga. I, ain't, I can't say nothing bad about him, even though you can And I think that's our relationship with Chick-fil-A. But you know what? Popeyes, it ain't the same. It, it First off, they only got three employees up front, okay? They got one person, maybe four. Two people running each register. One person doing drive through and one person back there putting chicken in boxes.
1: I probably haven't eaten Popeyes in over two years. I still I, I said I was gonna go get a sandwich, but I ain't waiting in these fucking lines, so I gotta wait till the hype died down. But I don't even remember the last time I was in Popeye's. It's been a long time. Shit, so, probably not since I've been in Birmingham.
0: But that that being said, it's forced me to reassess how much I value chicken sandwiches. I like fried chicken sandwiches. I get them from all over the place I like Wendy's chicken sandwich I like uh, oh, yeah, the chicken sandwich. I like Sonic's chicken sandwich
1: Never had a chicken sandwich from
0: Sonic's Yeah I like Hardy's chicken sandwich
1: have I had one from that?
0: Yes I have McDonald's yes. has a chicken sandwich They have a McChicken sandwich And they have a southern chicken sandwich The southern chicken sandwich would be the one that would compete mm. With these sandwiches It's good All of them are good so, I ha- I- I- so as- upon assessing, I- I'm looking at Chick-fil-A chicken and I'm looking at Popeye's chicken and I'm seeing the difference. I see where I think black people have come to value it so much more It's because they've achieved a chicken sandwich that have the skin on the outside of it like it's a piece of chicken. Mm. Chick-fil-A don't have that. No. With Chick-fil-A. It's like a breading. It's a breading, but it's also not always crispy. Yeah, because the breading is so light, and because they butter the bread, it it kind of like softens that chicken. Mm-hmm. So unless you get a piece of chicken at Chick Fil A bigger than the bread, you don't get like a crunch. But with the chicken sandwich with Popeyes, you get that it is crunch. It got like feel like you eating a just a good chicken bread sandwich with skin on it, and it is good. But it it but I think my assessment is that. How the fuck did chickens a Chick-fil-A sandwich supposedly elevate so high that we supposed to be measuring a good chicken sandwich versus Chick-fil-A? I don't I don't know how any of this happened. Like, I don't know what where... this is the power of a viral post. Because that's the only thing. This was no marketing by Popeyes. If this was marketing by Popeyes, Popeyes would have increased their staff and Ordered enough chicken <laughs> to not be running out of chicken, bread, oh my pickles.
3: God.
0: Yeah. I, they were out of fries when I went.
1: Damn. But the lines literally have been wrapped around the building. And they, uh, yeah, they weren't ready. They haven't this. been
0: prepared. Mm-mm. You know? And so, I don't know. But I think I'm going to go around trying all the fried chicken sandwiches now. But I already know which ones I like. I fuck with Wendy's chicken sandwich. I fuck with Hardee's. I, I, fuck I like with- their
1: spicy chickens.
0: Yeah, I, I really like these chicken sandwiches. So, it's room for all of them, you know? And I just don't think Chick-fil-A, if Chick-fil-A is the best, it's, like, nominally the best. But what takes me to Chick-fil-A most of the time is knowing that I'm going to have a good-ass experience and no problems and getting that chicken really sandwich. Good. And that lemonade is fire.
1: That lemonade is amazing.
0: The lemonade is fire. I
1: never drink anything else. The so
0: another part to this dialogue is that we've been dealing with memes <laughs> black people certain black people just need to go somewhere man <laughs> i don't know where i don't care where but motherfuckers all these po- and i don't know if y'all been seeing these posts but it's been a whole bunch of posts that equivalent. The difference if you between. supported your friend's business like you supported Popeye's oh, blank, 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 blank. Oh my God. Listen, man, shut the fuck up and let people enjoy things, okay? <sighs> Who gives a fuck how minute you think that thing that somebody's enjoying is? Everybody can't save fucking black business, Right? That's a cultural issue. That's a capitalist and an economic issue. People going to buy a chicken sandwich and sharing a post about it ain't, ain't doing it. I just don't know why, and it's been irritating me.
1: It's been a lot of them posts, too.
0: It take 10 minutes to go get a delicious chicken sandwich, and people are saying why black people ain't doing black business like this. <laughs> man, shut the fuck up, man. It, it, it's been really irritating. That being said, I would say that the chick, the Popeyes chicken sandwich is a regular Schmegler chicken sandwich, as is Chick Fil A's, as is Wendy's and Hardee's and all these other places. But you should try them because they're varying different levels of delicious. And we ain't, and none of these I'm talking about are processed. Wendy's got a processed chicken, but I'm talking about the chicken chicken sandwich, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but that Popeyes one is worth a try.
1: I'm waiting for this hype to die down because I ain't finna be in no line.
0: It's worth a try, but like I said, my respect for Chick fil A ain't gonna go down. So, that.
1: Listen, Chick fil A is so polite and and the, the, they do such a good job that even when the owner had that whole uh, thing with homosexuals and how he feels about that, it gay people still eat it. <laughs> like. like Gay people still eat there. They they even did like a kiss-in. They was like, we still gonna eat here. We gonna protest this shit, but while we're eating here as well.
0: And um, I was gonna say something else about the chicken sandwiches. But I can't remember.
1: You sounded like brother.
0: Bru- Man, Man from the 5th floor. floor. Yeah. Um, they good though. The uh, Popeye's one is good. uh, I'll get it eventually. Everybody should try it. The
1: only what is the closest Popeyes here? Homewood.
0: Homewood is the closest to you. Yes, (laughs) of course not. It's Popeyes. (laughs) Uh, The rich, rich neighborhoods only get Bojangles. (laughs) Oh God! I never had Bojangles chicken sandwich, but they got one. But ain't nobody mentioned Bojangles so. I hate. Oh, it was another post about this place that tweeted at. Chick-fil-A and Popeye's that said we want all the smoke and they posted pictures of (laughs) Dave chicken sandwiches the name of the place was shucking and jiving
1: the fuck out of here what
0: the name of the place is shucking and jiving
1: I am not going to eat into somewhere that's called shucking and jiving what the fuck kind of (laughs) name is that I have an issue with Bojangles because of the same shit shucking and jiving are you kidding me where is this located
0: in New Orleans, it gotta be.
1: Oh my God! Shucking and jiving.
0: They got a commercial that I'm trying to find. right They
1: have there. a commercial. Yeah. Is it have black people shucking and jiving?
0: They got. I don't. I don't think the person who named the restaurant knew what shucking and jiving meant. Jesus. That's the only thing I can think of. That
1: is the worst name for a chicken spot ever.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> where's
1: bojangles i thought and, bojangles is bad
0: if y'all don't know what shucking and jiving is shucking and jiving is what they called white people i mean it's what black black people said to black people who was tap dancing for With the white, white man.
1: man shucking
0: and jiving in there for them damn white folks boy that's like how it used to be well, i don't use it like that but that's how it used to be i
1: would definitely not name my restaurant
0: that shit. of course not hell no
1: Again, I thought Bojangles was like the worst name I'd ever heard. It has now gone down because of shucking and jiving. The it's fuck? ridiculous. Jesus! <laughs> wow, shucking and jiving. All right.
0: Hold on, I'm trying to find the commercial. I don't
1: even care how good the chicken is. I'd never know.
0: I know. I know. Like it's ridiculous. <laughs> Who wants to do that? Here go, here go one meme. It got a picture of Chick fil A, a Popeye drive thru and a parent teacher conference, and it got no, oh nobody God. in the seats. The,
1: uh, one has nothing to do with the other.
0: At all. Vaughn, you
1: know all them goddamn people in drive thru ain't got no children. Like, why are you assuming that these are parents who could have been at a, t- a parent teacher meme? They're just getting sandwiches. Calm down.
0: But imagine how the workers must feel. They getting paid the same rate to do three, four times the work.
1: I know <laughs> they they'd be doing. mad as a motherfucker. They gotta be mad.
0: You I know? real mad. I, I bet the, the establishment is happy, but they got to be mad. I'm apparently not gonna find this video, but it's a whole goddamn video. Man, I'll
1: have to search for it. Shuck it in jail. I'm not gonna forget it, for sure. Like, <laughs> yeah. Can't forget
0: that shit. It and I feel like I'm close to finding that hole. Uh,
1: if you're having to scroll down that much, then you're not.
0: Another post uh of Popeye's menu board says, "FYI, people need to eat on Sundays." <laughs> so like they, Shame. you know, they're going at each other. They've been going at each Shame. other on Twitter and on different isolated restaurants. Again, if you don't okay. know,
1: Chick Fil A is closed. All Chick Fil A's are closed on Sundays.
0: Okay, here it goes. Let me play this shit, it's 59 seconds long, I'm gonna play this, is it what? Nah, no, I, I, I have my, it's on, on me, um, in the
2: United States, it's oh just God. for babies like Huck,
0: what? <laughs> Whoops,
2: <laughs> baby won't you take me there, I want some real good food I want it shocking it shocking it
3: down. I want You great, great, Make you Get your grip, my granddad. If they can't have it, I try to give you all of my stuff. I do it straight from the heart, cook it straight from the soul. Come on now, straight from, the soul. Oh, yeah. straight from the soul. Yeah, yeah. I want to I want to shout it, shout
0: it, That's what it is. What it is. Where's that? That's what it is. Come on down and Shuck it and jivin. Cajun food with an old school groove. Our designers to get your taste palette back in line, baby. Follow us at We Shuck. It.
1: Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Who listen? I don't care how badly I wanted to be a singer. I would not have been like, I would not have gone signed on to do the, the theme song for no fucking reason. It and Jive it get the fuck
0: (sighs) you know what it's ridiculous
1: Jesus oh my god that's the worst we shucking and (laughs) jiving Geechee Grits (laughs) yeah man (laughs) oh Jesus
0: cause the tweet the main tweet said shucking and jiving in all caps Ain't no way I'm stepping foot in that establishment. <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> they was probably like, why? 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 Uh,
3: Shuckin' and mm-hmm. What's
0: Jesus. wrong with them? Oh, my God.
1: What That's can I read about this shit? Much worse than Bojangles. Okay. I got to give Bojangles a, a break now because I really was like, the fuck kind of name is that? But shucking and job is much worse.
0: All right. Spider-Man is leaving the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
1: Are we sad about this? Yes. Uh, okay. We I, are sad about this. Okay. I I'm not a Spider-Man now, fan. I don't even think I've seen any of the recent movies.
0: You should watch them. Okay. Um well, I told you before you should watch them because they're going to tie back up into the Marvel Universe at some point. Yes. Did not know how wrong I would be. Uh so <laughs> Disney acquired marvel right mm-hmm. and disney is huge before disney acquired marvel let's go back back marvel back sometimes in the 60s or 70s my time frame might be off but at some point in the past marvel saw that the comic industry was kind of dying to internet trees. And at some point moving forward into the 80s or 90s, they started to sell off their properties because I guess they thought, well, I guess it ain't nowhere for this shit to go. So they started selling off their characters and shit. They sold off a bunch of people to Fox. They sold off X-Men, to Fox and Fantastic Four and Silver Surfer and a whole bunch of people to Fox. They Marvel owns Fox. So they got that shit back. Mm hmm. And Sony, they sold Spider-Man and Venom, and I'm pretty sure some other people that might be lesser known or something, but they sold Spider-Man. And we know that Sony been producing Spider-Man movies for some time. Tobey Maguire Spider-Man is the cult favorite Spider-Man. Then you got Andrew Garfield, which is the Spider-Man that everybody would like to forget. (laughs) He was basically emo Spider-Man, you know. That was Andrew Garfield. Is,
1: is the young kid, the people like the young kid. Tom Holland,
0: yes. Um because they sped I think they sped Toby Maguire's Spider-Man up too much. They took him out of a child's role too fast. Uh and they didn't I, they didn't really connect him with that youth youthful feel that Spider-Man I think generally has. With Tom Holland, they're going really slow. I mean, the first movie was in school. The second movie they was in school on a school vacation. You know, he's always battling how to figure out, you know, Aunt May's role because he, he's, he has a caretaker. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's vastly like in the comic, Spider Man getting all the women's, you know? So at some point he gets away from that. But this, uh, but people like Tom Holland, Spider Man, and it's Marvel. They're the ones that's been in control of. I liked
1: him in Endgame because I haven't seen the Spider Man movies, but Endgame and what was the one before it? Infinity War.
0: Infinity War. Infinity War. I liked him in that. Yeah, house. they and Civil War. I don't. Civil he was War. in Civil War too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they have uh, done a good job of integrating him in, and and people like that. Now, what happened is Marvel once they were acquired by Disney. Sony came. Sony and Disney came to the table. Now let's talk. First off, let's talk about the deal between Marvel and Sony. Sony wasn't trying to give up Spider Man. They was trying to get Spider Man back before they did that little Andrew Andrew Garfield shit. Mm-hmm. And they negotiated and said, "Okay, we are gonna get our own Spider Man if if y'all gonna do this." But they had a deal. Sony wasn't finna give up Spider Man. Period. Mm-hmm. But what the deal was was because we want him integrated in our universe, we are gonna have a deal, five year deal or maybe five picture deal or maybe like four picture deal however many deals a uh, movie deal it was Sony would get a uh, 95% of uh first day wait a minute no 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 let's start with uh, Marvel Marvel would get all merchandising and 5% of first day first day picture sales or first week show sales. Um I guess for the sake of numbers if they get all merchandise and so they can anything that they create with Spider-Man on it that's their money. Mm-hmm. And then 5% of the sales. Um that was Marvel and Sony's deal. What happened is Disney came into the play and said, "Okay, we want 50% of that." We want all merchandising, that 5%, 45 more percent, and y'all just get 50% of that, you know, that show sales for the first week. And I've been, everybody got mad at Sony. Everybody like, Sony, y'all don't give a fuck about the fans. How you gonna not take this deal? Bullshit. And my initial reaction was with Disney. I was like, Disney is the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? If your your boss came to you with your salary that y'all negotiated and said, well, we're going to take 50% of that, (laughs) would you accept that or would you let the job go? I'm
1: walking
0: out. And so I was looking at it like, man, they really came to try to strong arm them motherfuckers. But as I've been doing more research, I've come to think that Disney and Marvel are actually doing a shitload of the work because they're doing the character staffing, they're writing the script, they're having the creative content to connect within the rest of Marvel Universe, and I think they're putting up the funding to actually produce the movie. Sony is literally getting paid because they own Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And, and they having a temper tantrum about not giving up this property that they, they can't do shit with. Now, I don't know if Sony makes more money by producing Spider-Man films themselves and getting that money. I would think that they would get more money Through allowing Marvel. Marvel to do it with what the deal is now. Because when they did it, they did <clears> the <throat> Andrew Garfield character that nobody liked, right? Yeah, they did. That. They didn't make near as much money as Tom Holland shit. Mm -hmm. Tom Holland the last Spider-Man made a billion dollars I want to say which ain't all Marvel movies are doing big numbers regardless Yeah, I would think that Sony would still make more money losing that 50% but when I put it in the perspective of how much work Disney must be doing for this it probably makes sense for Disney to up on how much we get from the work that we doing Mm -hmm. You know, we can't just let Sony get a big-ass paycheck out of this. And that's just based on the research that I was doing and what it looks like they deal looks like now and what it looked like then. So I think you can be mad at Sony. But because we don't know exactly the nature of that deal or what the contracts say, we don't know. But it has got to be that Disney is putting in a large amount of work for them to come out with that big of a number. So it's one or two things going on. Disney is either some supreme dickheads, <laughs> which this ain't happened no other time. Like I, I mean, unless somebody can correct me, I don't know how many other times. Wait, what Disney did cancel them Netflix shows? So that was one of my complaints. I was like, this is look like a pattern for Disney. Like they don't care about our value of the shows because they trying to like monopolize everything, get everything for themselves. But I don't know. We don't know enough to. Assume that that's the case with Disney So I'm gonna hold my reservations Until we learn some more But another thing is Tom Holland unfollowed Sony After this news broke Didn't unfollow Disney (laughs) Unfollowed Sony So that's reported So it makes me feel like Somebody know that Sony been the fuckers in this Mm -hmm. You know But anyway I just wanted to talk about that And trying to turn a
1: hoe into a housewife news. Um, Miley Cyrus and, and Liam Hemsworth, which is Chris Hemsworth's brother. I feel like he ain't really been, he was in Hunger Games. That's probably what everybody know him about. Him and her were in a movie like when they were teenagers together, which is how they met. They've been on and off for 10 years.
0: He was what looked like the love interest in Hunger Games. But I think the developing relationship with her and the other dude that was fighting together was the relationship Which one was the relationship? I never
1: watched *Hungry Games. Really? That dystopian, like... It's not really mine. That's how... It's like... Maze Runner, uh, I watched. I I only watched the first one. It's like
0: Apex Legends. (laughs) You just put a whole bunch of people in a ring and they kill each other. Last one wins (laughs) for entertainment. It's like all them battle... Real games. That's what Hunger Games is. I don't
1: know what he's been in since that. But anyway, they broke. So when Miley was doing her, the during her bangers era, where she was hanging out with rappers and, and twerking on stage and all of this bullshit, they broke up, okay? They got back together, and then she started singing about Malibu and about, you know, she went back to, to and this is, this is my issue with Miley the whole time she was doing that shit. I don't get to step away from being black. (laughs) I'm black every goddamn day. Regardless, don't matter. Every time I leave my house, that's what it is. And I, I just felt like this was going to be something that she did that she just put on the shelf when she got ready to, and she did, she did that. So once she put that shit back on the shelf, they got back together and got married. They have been married for less than a year. And now he has, um, he's Trying to get a divorce from her Now They both got prenup, So like nobody They didn't have no kids None of that shit's gonna happen But this is what I would want people to take from this You cannot turn somebody Into who you want them to be Okay Molly very obviously likes smoking weed And doing hood rat shit That's what she likes to do And I think that she stopped doing that to be with him. But, I mean, she been doing shit, licking his face on on red carpet. Like, he ain't, he's not that dude. Like, he's a very straight-laced Australian white guy. Okay, he's not, <laughs> he not out here doing this shit. And they should never have gotten married. It was very obviously, that very obvious that they were not well-suited for each other. They are very different people with very different goals. He wanted to get married, have kids. She talking about... Just recently she was talking about how she hates the word wife, how she's still very attracted to women and all of this shit. Like, Miley, why you marry him then? (laughs) For why? You cannot turn folks into who you want them to be. Liam should have saw what it was and walked away. But instead, you know... And I mean, maybe she did try to be what he... You know, the wholesome. Because again, she came out with that little Malibu song, and everything was just, you know, she on the beach singing her little heart out. Did you shit know, they were together land. for 10 years. Mm-hmm. All in and off for 10 years. And that's another thing. They, at the time that they met, they were very young. That's something else. You grow. And you can grow with somebody. And sometimes you grow in different directions. Again, he seems like he like wants a real traditional life. His brother Chris got a wife and I think they got a set of twins or maybe one other kid. Like He seemed like he want that kind of a traditional life. Miley is not about that life. I don't think she ever has been. I think she, she toned shit down to get back with him because that's what she knew, but... They, they're just not well suited and the fact that they have been together on and off for 10 years to me shows that at some point they diverged in their growth and went in different directions and that's cool that happens but him marrying her thinking that she was going to be somebody different or even if she told him that she was going to be somebody different when, when people when uh, somebody shows you who they are believe them my Angela. Mila gonna be doing hood rat shit This is what she does When it's convenient for her Again my issue with that whole bangers era That she had going on was That I knew at any point She could go back to being a little white girl She could just step away from all of this shit And be fine And that offends me (laughs) That angers me Cause we don't get an opportunity to do that You don't get to wake up one day And be like you know what I don't really want to do this black shit today I don't want people to look at me a certain way Not today you don't get to hang that up, okay? And the fact that she can piss me off and I knew she was going to do that simple shit. She's a simple bitch.
0: I wish I cared more about <laughs> Milo <Myla> Cyrus. <laughs>
1: I don't care about neither one of them. Uh the dynamic of their relationship I feel like is, is a good lesson to to people on the outside looking in. Again, when you meet people especially when you young, they were like teenagers literally 17 18 years old when they met you become sometimes you can grow together 100% sometimes you can marry your high school sweetheart and y'all be together for 50 years other times you marry your high school sweetheart and that shit ends in divorce ugly divorce (laughs) because y'all grow in two separate directions like that's why I don't think getting married that young is a good idea you don't even know who you are but that's
0: what white people do (laughs) we don't get married early because of trauma yes though but white people i think are trained early women to be preparing themselves for a husband and babies Mm -hmm. and men to be trying to find a wife that he should put babies inside of (laughs) and that she should deliver to the world and i think that they start doing that really quick so you meet people who get married in college when you're dealing with white people mm-hmm. or the people that i met like i remember being in college meeting people who
1: had been married and divorced already like yeah. the fuck what you mean
0: nearly all my white know. friends were married while we was in college shit is crazy. or their names changed while we was in college and i think that's the preparation this shit is crazy we don't do that in the black community we don't marry that early
1: they waited the thing is they you know when they got married they were like 28 29 30 they didn't get married early that and i guess that's what i want the the lesson everybody needs to take from this they they waited but it's like they ignored the shit that was very obvious and went ahead and got married anyway
0: yeah
1: you know what i'm saying like they waited they didn't just get married as soon as they met but Again, he very obviously wants a very a much more traditional life than what she wants. And soon as the news broke, she on a beach somewhere kissing some bitch, literally some woman. No, she somebody's ex wife. Also, I don't know. She was. Her doing name
0: those- is Caitlin Carter. Yes, she was kissing her on the beach. Yes. And uh, they say that this is what kind of fucked it up. They were already separated, but he was like, let's just file for divorce. She kissing hoes out here. (laughs) I don't know if that hoe got herpes or not. She ain't bringing nothing home to me. Let's just cancel her divorce.
1: They should just never have gotten married. I'm glad they had the good sense to do prenups so that it don't have to be messy and splitting nothing. They weren't even married long enough for that shit. Like I said, it was less than a year. They made it less than a year which when they got married I was like this shit ain't going to last cuz she is still very wild. That's just who she is and that's cool. That's fine. I have no problem with her being wild and free and whatever the fuck you want to call it. But you if you're going to live that life then don't get with somebody that's that's looking for like a traditional setup. And if you somebody looking for a traditional setup don't get with nobody that's out here wild and free and doing all of this shit. <laughs> That ain't the girl for you, okay? She's not it. Both of them made the decision to stay with each other despite knowing and seeing that they were not well suited. That's that's all I have to say about that. Just don't do that. <laughs> this is a cautionary tale of what not to do. Do not stay with somebody just because when you see the writing on the wall,
0: don't do that. For
1: why? For why?
0: Have you ever watched Peppa Pig? No, Why you saying like that? I don't have any kids.
1: So? Why would I watch Peppa Pig? You don't Pig? watch cartoons?
0: Oh, you do watch them murderous women.
1: I watch Rick and Morty. <laughs> I watch a joke
0: cartoons, but I,
1: Peppa Pig, I, I know all my There's shit. There's
0: good kid cartoons out there. Like I know Stevie my Universe left, left from my Chatter right. And... I
1: know. Like, Peppa Pig is like a learning show, isn't it, though? I know all of my shit. My left from my right, my ABCs, and my one, two, threes. I know that i feel like peppa pig is a show you watch if you have children
0: did you know that peppa pig is owned by a company named entertainment one no you know now okay it sounds pornish entertainment one also owns death row records (laughs) so death row records and peppa pig are in the same company Do you know what Hasbro is? <laughs> the board game people? Yeah, yeah. The board game people. They were also the owners of Toys R Us. Oh, shit. Hasbro has just acquired Entertainment One. Put in a bid to acquire Entertainment One. <laughs> so Hasbro, the video game company, put in this bid to own Peppa Pig, but are also acquiring Death Row Records in that acquisition. And that's just really weird news, <laughs> you know. Like when you think of Death Row records, what's the, what's a song that you think of that marks Death Row records?
1: I mean, I can't think of a song, but artists are what come to mind. Snoop
0: artists come to mind. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you what song um, reminds me of of Death Row.
1: Was NWA on death row?
0: I don't know. Let's see. Cause uh. if they
1: were, fuck the police. <laughs> I just imagine like Peppa Pig with like a um <laughs> a rag tied <cut> around.
0: <laughs> Wait, Peppa Pig Gang is a girl. Banging. I think
1: Peppa's a girl. I don't know. I think Peppa Pig is a girl. Peppa sound like a girl, man
0: I mean, because of sounded Peppa.
1: Just Peppa, like no, because uh, what is um uh, uh, the British royal family? Her sister's name is. is her name? Pe- what is her name? Pippa. Pippa. Which is close to Peppa, so that's what I was thinking.
0: Apparently, a lot of people have been on death row. Daz Dillinger. I don't know who that is. Crooked
1: Eye. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Like the letter I. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I understand where that comes from. <laughs> Dr. Dre. I'm just listening to who, who I've heard of. Um,
1: I know Dr. Dre.
0: Corrupt. Oh, Corrupt. Lady of Rage. I
1: know Lady of Rage with her air pump. up and, and stuff <clears throat> with my afro
3: pumps.
0: Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Little Bow Wow. Wait, MC Hammer,
1: Bow Wow,
0: Mark Morrison, Nate Dog Mark the Morrison? Outlaws,
1: He Better Lay Low,
0: um, Petey Pablo, really? Mm-hmm. Snoop Dogg. Why did <clears> I think
1: <throat> Petey Pablo was Southern?
0: Oh. Yeah, the Dog Pound, Tupac. There was somebody named Tina Tupac.
1: That was probably very short-lived.
0: Probably. <laughs> and that's about that's
1: it so nwa maybe nwa was before death row and i'm only tying them to that because of dre
0: actually they couldn't have been in the same company because they had beef at some point did they yes because easy e was beefing with somebody and the dude that played Ezell from Friday,
3: mm-hmm.
0: he played a uh, for a Death Row video. He played a like bootleg Easy E, <laughs> and so Easy E thought it was funny and called him to play a bootleg Easy E in his video.
1: Who own? I'm thinking of after Aftermath. Who owns Death Row? It's not Dre. It's Suge Knight. It oh okay yeah that's what i was confused yeah on. aftermath is what i was thinking of
0: so he said that suge knight called him they had recorded half of the video suge knight called him and put a pistol on the desk and said you can't finish that video <laughs> and he's a comedian he said i just getting checks like i don't even care i don't, I don't have no loyalty he put a gun on the desk and said, you can't finish that video. Shug. He said, he called Easy e and said, I can't finish that video. <laughs> like, immediately I guess. Suge was just out here. suggin' folks. But also Mark Morrison is, if you don't know him for anything else, you gotta know him for Return of the Mac. What? Yeah. Okay. That was the name I We're mentioned that, that you said, who is Mark Mac? Morrison? Yeah. That is. oh my god. <laughs> Top of the world. Here I come, <laughs> and I didn't rem- it have any other song. I don't know, but I remember this from you know back in the day how they used to advertise buying them CDs online mm-hmm. where we just paid, play a portion of the song <laughs> with like snippets of the video, yeah. And at the end it'd be like buy this CD for nineteen ninety nine. I remember that <laughs> song being on one of them commercials, and that commercial played for like five years straight. Return
3: of the Mar-
0: so that's is that's he actually
1: Caribbean or, or was that just for that song?
0: I don't know. Oh, he was British. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? He was British.
0: He was born in Hanover, West Germany, to Belgian parents, and grew up in Highfields like Leicester. It's probably Leicester. Leicester, United Kingdom. Born in Germany to Beijing, and Beijing is like Caribbean, right?
3: I
1: think.
0: Oh Lord, we get into a fucking Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> we get into a Wikipedia circle on here. Barbadian.
1: Okay, so he. So, okay, that yes. Makes, all right, I was concerned. He is I'm Caribbean, like, but he ain't co- like the accent was not real, if he grew up in England. He ain't had no goddamn. <sighs> Not no return of the Mac accent. That whole song sounded like he's on the Caribbean beach the whole time he was making that song. Oh my God. So, here I am.
0: <laughs> to get back to what I was looking for, the song that I connect with Death Row Records is Ain't number But A gangsta Party. Ain't nothing. Well, but a Two of America's Most Wanted, party. but that's, you know, yeah. that's how people identify Ain't nothing but a gangster party, party, party. Um,
1: I mean, I again. Now that you just said that, I just keep seeing Peppa Pig with a rag tied around her head, <laughs> strolling down the block. What <laughs> kind of shit? That is so random. That's just very. So random. when
0: I think of Hasbro, I definitely don't think of Death Row Records. No. But I thought that was just some some. I think of news. board
1: games when I think of Hasbro I forgot they even made they make video games Yeah Is it the video game version of the board games
0: I don't know I don't know They make a different Real records board game But That's all I got and we had an hour so, Oh shit yeah Uh, This is a long episode It is But it's a good episode
1: It is Hopefully, y'all enjoy. Again, if y'all have any more questions for Leon, just let us know. He was a joy to talk to. He's very funny. Um, I love their accents. Hopefully, y'all can understand him. Because I feel like (laughs) the issue might be how heavily (laughs) accented it is for us over here. And I know that's an issue across the pod. Because Michael has told us before he tells people to listen to our podcast. But they, like... Don't understand a lot Can't understand
0: of nothing we goddamn saying. <laughs> you
1: don't understand a lot of shit. We don't enunciate. We're Southern. We don't enunciate everything.
0: <laughs> That's how it goes.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. Hopefully, y'all enjoyed it, though.
0: Um. That being said, you got anything else on your mind? I do not. Until we come to the next conversation. We out. Holla.